Take your fucking masks off, you filthy fucks. Don't fucking breathe on me. Don't come near me with your fucking Chinese nose polluting all the white man's air. Keep that shit out of my fucking face. Dog, someone has their shit going through the speakers. I'm just going to buzz in trip so I can fucking yell at him about having an echo. Where the fuck is his fucking music? Uh, I'll buzz in Dylan. Here we go. I'm at fucking D. And then, and then we'll buzz and trip and yell at him about the five go. best rappers of all time. Think about it. Dylon, 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 and Dylon. Because I spit hot fire. Boom o'clock. What's popping, Vanilla Face? Not much, Sam Face. Just keeping that mask on, not off. Hell yeah, that's how you gotta fucking do it. And where is fucking. <laughs> I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the look. They try to go wild. I've got the mood. They really move them. I said, chill. Up and down, man. Fine. Just a sexy boy. Hey, yeah. Hey, is it still echoing, dude? Yeah, man. I can call from my cell hey. phone, dude. Yeah, yeah, that, that's cool. I don't know what I, it is. I always try to like, call uh, from the house phone, but I don't know what's going on if I'm calling from the house phone. You, but, uh, you hear it too, Dylan? I'm I'm not going schizophrenic because I've been hearing shit every podcast now. Am I, is there an echo, Dylan? I just heard one there for a second, but it's like it's weird. It like happens once in a group, once in a while. Yeah, it happens every time for me at the end of me talking. It started as soon as I buzzed trip in, so I'm assuming it's trip. But I don't uh, think so. But I mean, I'll I'll call you right back from my cell phone if you pick me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To do that, if All you right. can, well, yeah. you tell you're the fucking bed. Appreciate it. But yeah, we're fucking kicking off the show here tonight. We didn't do one yesterday. Did one the day before. Pretty sure we did one the day before that, and probably the day before that. It's been a fucking busy day of doing absolutely fucking nothing. Sitting in the fucking house. <laughs> I haven't gone outside. I'm actually fucking kind of scared to go outside 
because the fucking there wasn't a SWAT team today. Like, you know how before, a couple of days ago, the whole fucking SWAT team came because some guy had a gun to his head and there was fucking Bane. <laughs> they were all taking selfies with Bane in my fucking parking lot. And there was all this fucking fiasco because they were pulling some guy out who had a gun to his head. Now today, there was no fucking SWAT team, but there was the fucking three cop cars, an ambulance, and a fire truck. And they pull up. They all have on masks. They all get out. There's like probably 10 workers there total between all of them, and they fucking all have on masks, and they go and they pull this fucking old guy out of the building next door and handcuff him and put him in the fucking ambulance. I don't know if it's the same guy that they were there for the other day when they fucking, he had a gun to his head, or if it's a fucking different guy, but there's absolutely no lack of fucking, fucking action in this building. There's just always some fucking shit going on. So I just chilled here all day and watched the fucking shit go down in the parking lot. It's good to know that whatever I'm doing, though, is not as sketchy as what other people in the building are doing. So that's always good to know. It's nice to see other people get arrested because you're like, I'm probably good. I'm not as crazy as that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, it makes you really Yeah, but y'all talk some mad shit about Florida if you got crazy shit going like down like that on a daily basis in your That's just dude. me. Like, That's just where I live, dude, because I live right next to Brockton. <laughs> if if you ever have you ever watched the show Boston PD on TV? It's like cops with the Boston no. police. If you no. watch that, I turn uh-huh. I, 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 I saw like one episode and all I saw was the cops say, It seems like whenever we're looking for someone they're in Brockton. I was like, that's that sounds about fucking accurate. Brockton, <laughs> yep. see for us, fucking for, worse for us, it's like the rest of the the rest of the cops episodes are are in our neck of the woods. Any goddamn. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know County, Pasco, good old Pasco yeah. County. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anywhere from St. Pete to Mobile, Alabama to bumfuck Georgia. That's Dude. usually where we're rolling. Dude. The, the other night when we were doing the podcast, you know how we started doing the fucking death pool for which wrestler is going to die first? Yeah. When we did yep. that, I got a message yeah. from a fan on my website from somebody from Alabama telling me I have mental issues. So uh, there was some, like, wrestling fan in Alabama cool. listening to that podcast. That's when we Terry did. Funk was next. <laughs> I don't know who it was. I don't know who's from Alabama, but somebody from Alabama was not happy with that segment because during that, yeah, they Alabama got very mad. They, they, they did not like our fucking death pool. But, yo, we got our nest, though. Oh, shit. Hey, yeah. What's poppin', gentlemen? Not much, man. How was your day? I saw you got some fresh air. Yeah, me and Lana went for a nice little walk in the park, and I blasted mm. death metal so people stayed the fuck away from me. Hell yeah. That's Smart. the way to be, the, dude. The best, the, the, the best way to maintain your social distance when you live in an urban community is blast death metal. You should have wore a trench coat. That, that definitely makes sense. Or Johnny Rebel. That too. Yeah, That's it. That's it. yeah Johnny so, Rebel works. Yeah. I'm, I'm as if 2020 wasn't coming wasn't coming in hot as it is, right? With you know wildfires and coronas and all types of shit. About 40 minutes ago, there was an earthquake next to about 200 miles away from Yellowstone. Yeet. What does that mean? If that if an earthquake oh, hits you, don't know, do you? you don't want. I heard the, Joe Rogan the, say the, something. 
the, the caldera underneath Yellowstone, if it was where all day. The planet dead. Yeah. Well, bring it on, 20, bro. 2020 re- is not fucking around at this point. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, let's just finish out the time, Super Bowl time, dog. I was thinking about I this mean, earlier today. It's definitely, it's definitely looking like the end of days. I ain't gonna front. I was thinking Dude, about I'm this telling earlier you. today. I'm telling you, because this all started when the training, when the training got the belt. Yeah, it did, dude. It start that that was kind of when our us as a civilization kind of hit the like that was the what the fuck moment for the gods. They were like, all right, these people have officially just <laughs> do not. They're just disregarding science. They're just disregarding and the human life. Dude, <laughs> yeah, disrespecting dude, God. Dude, fucking Tim Dillon was on. Uh, whose podcast was he on? I don't know if it was on I his don't know, podcast. But... Somebody else's. It might have been. Uh, I think it was on the Your Mom's House. He did. The, he did the yeah. Your Mom's House podcast, and he did Whitney Cummings mm-hmm. podcast. I watched both. But on the Your Mom's House, he started talking about trannies because they were just playing TikTok videos for him, and they played him some TikTok video of like. Some fucking teenage tranny boy girl with like hair, like two color hair, you know, like like pink on one side and like black on the other. And it was making a video, and she was like, "Sometimes I forget to take my testosterone, and when I don't, there's blood when I shit because it's my period." And they played it for Tim Dillon, and he started going off on trannies, and he was just like, he was like, uh, he was just saying like, "Why are these type of kids?" that are, like, that are this fucking, like, not a gender or whatever. Like, it's never, like, a normal, like, person in, like, that you see in, like, you know, sweatpants and, like, gym's clothes. Like, it's never someone normal right. like that. It's all like, no, yeah, color right. hair, glasses. He was, like, I forget what he said, but pretty much he was, like, you're not, like, a, not a gender. You're just fucking annoying is what you are. That's, like, what you are. <laughs> it's so true. That's literally what these people Dude, are. They're 110%. Just trying to get it's, it's, that's a new these, way to annoy people. This is not only that, but this is the new, uh, you know, where where you had, like, early 90s kids were, like, angsty and, like, you know, or, or like, into the cure and shit. And, like, no one understands me. I'm going to write my dark poetry, you know, or whatever. And then, like, nowadays, it's like, well, my mom and dad don't pay enough attention to me. Time to go full fucking ape shit on this, on this like, deal. Like, yeah, these ones are weird, though. They're, like, in between. I'm androgynous like, in enough, you know. They're, 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 like, in between a band geek and a goth kid. You know what I mean? They're, like, almost, like, somewhere in between those two, I would say. One but thing like, for really, sure, they, you know, they clearly lack attention. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Definitely. Also, what Tim Dillon was saying is it's white women that don't want to be, like, they want to be a victim somehow now. You know what I mean? Because they're on top of it. So they're like, oh, shit, we need something to be. So now I'm a fucking boy, girl, and you have to, now I'm a I'm in I the mean, minority now. Last time they had a big conversation on it, I called it the Jim and Sam on Sirius. And, like, I, 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 they were attacking, they're not attacking, but they were talking about like the white privilege thing. And I called in and I was t- talking about like, I was like, no, white privilege does exist. The, the the weird part about it is, is that it really only exists for the people that complain about it the most, you know, like, like, like these are the people that truly have white privilege because they've run out of actual problems to have. Like yeah. as not the yeah. white, not to mention as, as majority, like white women, you know? 
Yeah, dude, did uh, did, did you see fucking Mark Norman's Corona comedy thing he posted online? Mark dude, Norman on, is when he, hilarious. When he was he on was the street? He's standing on the yeah, street it was in great. New York going, he's going, I'm waiting for my white privilege to kick in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, not, not only that, but, like, I, I was going to talk about that the other night, actually. Is just, like, that is, all the comedy clubs are shut down, and it's, like, you... It's one of like this really weird profession that you actually do need. As we were talking about wrestling the other night, a weird profession that you actually do need an audience response for in order to know what works, what needs to get worked on, etc. And that it's just that's so brilliant for him to go out like on the streets of New York and just tell jokes with a microphone yeah. to random fucking people just to get the pulse of like, ah, you like that one? Okay, yeah, yeah. Ah, I, I, I think that he's one of the quickest comedians on his toes right now. When I see oh, him absolutely. do other things, he's like the he has joke after joke after joke after joke just on his toes. It's fucking hilarious. And he's a joke he's guy a, too. He's a Seinfeld yeah, type dude. He, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say he's like Seinfeld's prodigy. It seems like Seinfeld's always like hanging out with them and bringing them places. Yeah, he's been on the road with him a few times, and uh, but I mean, he's on everything that I listen to. You know what I mean? I, so, but uh, he's that guy's uh, great. You, I really like Mark a lot. Amazing, dude! You know what they just put on Netflix is uh, they just put up the fucking Dave Chappelle Mark Twain Award ceremony with fucking speeches oh, from like. Yeah, dude, I, I had watched his speech, and I had watched uh, Neil Brennan's speech on YouTube already, but they had speeches from a bunch yeah. of other people, and then they have, like, uh, clips of him doing stand-up different places, and old clips, and all this shit, dude, it was fucking really good, I definitely recommend everybody go check that out, I just finished watching that, that was, any content with Dave Chappelle is definitely more than needed right now. And I know I referenced it the other night too, but and it is up on YouTube, and it's just everybody go look at it. It's it, it's just great. It's a it's from like ninety. It's right before Half Bake came out. It was like ninety six, ninety seven, something like that. And uh, it's a comedy half hour in San Francisco, and it's I mean. This is before the jump off of Dave Chappelle, and I saw that because it was it got, HBO, and I had HBO at the time, and it's fucking amazing. It's 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 what's he wearing one of the for best half hours? God that sounds damn. like a really gay question, but that's how I would know if I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's in San Francisco. He's got a bit about um, his apartment being too nice for him, so the cops come in and knock him out, and there's he, black guy broke in and hung up pictures of his family everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen <laughs> that. Yeah, that's fucking classic. But it's like a half hour from like '96 or '97. Dude, he fucking really no. is the greatest. I had a random memory oh. earlier, dude. Like, because uh, you know how we were talking about G4 on here recently. I I remember yeah. when Dave Chappelle disappeared to Africa, there were rumors that he was playing World of Warcraft a lot, and I remember watching the G4 channel, and them speculating, it was these like nerdy fat guys on G4 speculating, 
speculating what character Dave Chappelle would be. I specifically remember them. He might want to be this because he'd want to pwn some night elves, maybe. I remember them talking <laughs> like that, speculating which which World of Warcraft character Dave Chappelle would be. It was. Yeah, a, I don't know, fuck- but I know at that point Dave Chappelle had seen a vagina before, so he probably didn't fucking care too much about all that. But that's all. That's me. So, it's so know. hard for me to get into video games now because even. Even though there's fucking nothing to do right now and I'm stuck in my apartment, I can't help but feel like I'm wasting time when I'm getting really into a video when game. I, I'm, yeah. I haven't I played, man. Games. I've been home for fucking five days and I haven't fucking played. I've had shit to do. Like, I've just been what getting I up and knocking shit video out. Games right now is every, everybody from, like, the ages of, like, eight to, like, fucking 40 are completely losing their mind over Animal Crossing. This fucking Nintendo game that's like that is meant for kids, but like everybody. Yeah. That I didn't even like that mind. game when I was a kid. I didn't even. I was too mature for that when I was a kid. I'm not like why would I, I play don't that? I don't know when what the hell that is. It's it's, it's this a, game. It's like this yeah, Sims knockoff game. Yeah, dude. When uh when I was younger, my sister had that game because she's younger than me and played that shit. And it was kind of like a girl game, I thought. But what I the only time I ever played that game, I remember we were on vacation and there was like a little monitor hooked up to the GameCube, and I went on that and I named my character. I either named him the N word or I named him faggot or something like that. <laughs> and, and then sounds right then up every- your alley. <laughs> Yeah, and then every time... I mean, like, I mean that's very I, unbecoming of you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> little eight-year-old Joe. Every, I'm going to name my character Nigger. Yeah, that, that was exactly how it went down. And then every time the computer, like, addressed you, though, it would say that. So I, I would just laugh oh, okay. the whole time I was playing. Oh, God, look at what it said! Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. I see it. All, I'm seeing it all over the internet, and even like people I talk to online are are losing their minds. Like the, it's only available on the Nintendo Switch, and they're completely sold out around the country right now. People are selling Nintendo Switches for literally like double, triple the cost. Jesus, they're going for like six hundred to a thousand right now. Did did, uh, did you see that GameStop GameStop put out a memo for their for their stores not to close even though they're ordered to and they basically listed yeah, a bunch that. of pieces about how they're actually an essential business. They were like, I wonder if they, they filed any not. paperwork for that. Yeah, I don't know, but that's fucking. <laughs> Dude, we got to be that's here. Fucking people will get people will get depressed if they can't get their video. I don't games, think they. Know, I don't think they filed paperwork. I know the ones up here are open because they use the telecommunications loophole. Saying that they offer services, you know, you know, computers, uh, mouses, et cetera. So yeah, it's not even yeah. so much just the video gaming; it's the telecommunication aspect. Yeah, even though no one, I'm, sure, I'm sure some place like GameStop would be able to find an angle like that. Though that's kind of what I was yeah, getting exactly. at. You know, well, they're literally, it's they, if they close down through this, like they're not reopening. Like they're literally like a dollar away from bankruptcy. Like they've been on. They've I think been they, well, yeah, they already closed. Like they announced they're closing 300 stores, and that was before Corona. Yeah, here's Locked 50 in. games that came out five weeks ago. Uh, here's a dollar fifty. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I got exactly. it. Exactly. Honestly, by the way, we're gonna turn like around and games. sell them for 55 bucks a piece. It's all downloadable content, now, right? Market, like that's what, exactly like when they were hot. 
the used video game market was, was a huge thing. Now that no, it's great. Do I, yeah, dude, I, and now that you can do the digital downloads, they lose. They've lost so much money. Dude, I I would and not only that, but I was able to buy like PlayStation Two and PlayStation Three games for fucking you know a, a, a fair price. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then since Xbox One and and PlayStation Four have come out, like. Not only, of course, can you get a lot of good content online for subscription, but there's a lot that I can't get a hold of that I would really like to. You know what I mean? And that's either yeah. through backwards compatibility compatibility that they don't have or a lot of stuff. Or, or, or you know, honestly, you have to go to retro. There's a lot of retro gaming stores out here that, you know, obviously in this situation they might have some issues. Like I hear the flea markets. But, I hit up the flea markets, oh, yeah. dude. Like, we got that yeah. shit going on out here. I can so think of, like, six or seven retro gaming stores that are just but, in my area alone that sell, like, you know, GameCube, fucking everything from GameCube, PlayStation, oh, yeah. all the way to fucking Atari. Well, here's not the problem that I'm having, having like, too, is that I'm old enough. at that point. But not but even I'm, that. You like, can play I'm, those on your computer now. Like, literally, I have, a, I have a ROM site that literally gives you all those games. Not everyone's a huge like, nerd like you, Dylan. I, I really do appreciate actually plugging it in. Like, we've got, like, uh, whatever. It's, like, one of those things I bought for, like, 50 bucks, but it plays both. It gets, it's got two slots where you can play original NES and old uh, yep. and uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yep. The problem that I'm coming across over the past couple of years that I've been doing this shit, though, is that I'm old enough that, like, every game that I would want to buy is worth fucking more than I fucking paid for it in 1992. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, dude, Mike Tyson's punch-out was not that much. Fucking trying to get a hold of GoldenEye or fucking uh, 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 Donkey Kong Country is like, you might as well be... Yeah, exactly. Not only that, but they're scarce, and they cost fucking... Like I said, they cost more than when they first came out. My friend in New, that I, I grew up with in New Hampshire literally has has like a Super Nintendo and NES because like his sisters used to play it when they were growing up, and then he had them. And literally has a closet with like three fucking brown paper bags just full of NES, N64, SNES cartridges, like all perfectly fine. And they're just all fucking sitting there collecting dust right now. Dude, like, like that bastard. Yeah, well, getting off or going? Is like the way I feel about shit is if GameStop fucking closes, I don't really give a shit, right? Because that's like a big fucking chain. I feel like there's some millionaire billionaire behind them. Like as far as small businesses go, that's kind of where I'm more concerned about. I'm not worried about my small business because I don't have a storefront. I'm able, like, I'm not gonna lose. I mean, if I, I, I don't think I'm going to lose any Instagram followers because of the fucking coronavirus, and I've still been selling stores every single day. And my, my and, overhead and there's is a good high, so I'm not really worried about that. What I'm worried yeah. about is play is places like my fucking gym and small businesses. Like, like I was talking with, with one of mortar. my friends today, who's a fucking boxing trainer. And we were talking because he he fucked up and posted a picture of himself working out at the gym with nobody there, and now everybody and their mother is hitting him up, begging him to let them get in the gym. I was like, they should allow right. people in there like five at a time or something, like they're doing at fucking grocery yeah. stores yeah. and fucking wash it down or something, because people are gonna as get lo- as long I think as more, I think I think more people are gonna get sick if they don't work out than if they fucking do work out. Honestly, well, as long you, as you, you don't have a that. full lockdown. 
yeah, if you don't have a full yeah. lockdown, you could still fucking make that work within whatever yeah. legal ramifications you got. Yeah, yeah. But the fucking gym that he works at is different than the gym that I work out at. And the gym I work out at, like, there's always rumors around the gym, like, oh, they're going to close. Like, oh, they're going to sell the boxing ring and just do CrossFit. Like, oh, they're going to do this. They're going to do that. There's always, like, rumors about them closing and shit like that. And now, like, I, I was driving by there and nobody's there. They sent me an email saying there's no membership fees this month. And it's like, they still have to fucking pay shit. So, like... I don't like right. all of a sudden they don't they don't make money this month. I don't know like if they're always thinking if they're thinking about closing like I would like for their I don't know much about politics and how money works, but I would like there to be some type of like small business bailout cuz that's like that's well, I, who get who's getting the most fucked here. There is there is, there is and let me, like there is and it is for certain small businesses by the way like I'm not going to go into any further details because I was told not to, but like some people are applicable for the small business loans is through those guidelines that they just put out in the, the stimulus package and some are not okay but yeah, um yeah. if you it's, look yeah, into it but they, they have they have guidelines and and some of them are pretty fucking weird honestly if you look at them like you okay let me let me put put it this way joe like if you were like i can't fucking work there's something like with your business is that it? One of the parameters is no illegal activity on a federal level. So, like you having any sort of paraphernalia, anything or anything like that, is would probably fall under those fucking guidelines. To where if you had a bigger operation and employees and a fucking actual factory and all that shit that you still had to pay the rent on and all that, like you wouldn't yeah. be able to fucking get one of those loans, dude. That would you know suck. what I'm saying? Like, dude, yeah, like. I, I actually did just put, like, a couple grand into my business this year. Thankfully, it was all in fucking work equipment. And it, Yo, Ernesto, you got to kill that cell phone noise, my dude. The beeping or what, whatever it is when you get a fucking message or whatever. But the fucking... Thankfully, I just invested in, like, basically all equipment. Like, sanders. I actually invested in masks and gloves. I invested in fucking a bunch of titanium... And then, like, the well, cutting of it and shit like that. Fucking, uh, you need to sell them to the hospitals. What are you doing sitting on all those masks? I'm on nah, dog. I'm nah, on dog. You, I, nigga. I need to make I dab you. swords, dog. I need to make dab swords, dude. Like, people need people may need masks to work on respirators and shit, but people also need to breathe in dabs, and they can't breathe in dabs unless <laughs> I use the mask to make the fucking dab swords. So I don't want to get fucked up making a dab sword. So, really, but dude, Dabitaline is really helping I, out the community right now. Yeah, exactly. But, dude, I we actually, no bullshit, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we were at fucking Harbor Freight, and we bought, I, I, I mean, like, Aaron helped me pick it up, but I fucking paid for all of it. I got, like, all like a couple sanding machines, like, all different, the fucking Dremel, Dremel, whatever it is, all the fucking mats and gloves, all this shit from Harbor Freight. Thankfully, it's all at Aaron's, and I don't need, he's not, I'm not, like, paying him anything. I'm giving him, like, a cut of the fucking profits. So he doesn't, it's not like, I'm not like losing money on rent there. You know what I mean? But, uh, not that all of Harbor Freight now donated their masks and gloves to fucking hospitals and shit. So we couldn't even get masks and gloves there now if we fucking wanted. It's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. I actually, I went out on a shopping spree yesterday. I did did that, man. I gloved up and masked up to go out and 
got pretty much everything that like I need, you know. I mean, we don't, we don't, we're not like I could stay here fine for like the next two weeks. Yeah, dude. Corona wants to house. kill you. Corona wants to kill you, just like Carol Baskin killed her fucking husband. That fucking bitch. Carol fucking Baskin. Oh God, here we go fucking again. Murderous bitch. Murder her fucking husband. Got him going. No, I actually was looking up particle sizes last night. I fucking... I was looking up masks and shit because everybody wants the N95 mask. And the N95 mask, like, blocks 95% of shit. But I'm like, why don't these motherfuckers want an N99 mask or an N100 mask? Why are we settling for 95%? Why why don't you want N99%? Because they're probably going to put out something... In the last five percent, that's just gonna fuck everybody else that wasn't in. That's, those are only for you know? the really rich people that they want to survive. Yeah, the guy. rich people only. But I found a basically the corona particles are like point one whatever size. So like I found a ninety nine percent mass that blocks ninety nine percent of shit that isn't like ninety nine percent of shit up to the point one percent size, which is the corona size. So I have like one of those. It's like a bane looking <laughs> mass. Corona size. Yeah, dog. Like my mask I make corona size. I gotta make sure the mask blocks corona size, dude. You you gotta know particle sizes, dude. Like fucking Walter White. Shit turned me into a fucking scientist. So now I'm gonna get a mask that blocks the right particle sizes. But those fucking N95 masks are like twenty bucks a pop right now on fucking on uh, eBay. I thought about getting a big box of for fucking. I found a bulk box for thirteen a piece. I was thinking about getting those and flipping them for twenty. Am I, am I a dick if you start just banking off these? Everybody's like, donate them, donate. Yeah. I should just start flipping them and then fucking just making a big deal that I'm flipping them. Like I did the tickets to Double or Nothing. That really pissed people Isn't off. The They'll probably like, really off even more. If I'm... Yeah, they probably are. But, yo, yeah, we'll get, they should give out some more money then. You know what I mean? Then we won't need to worry about it. Shit's real. Those checks are not coming, dude. I'm telling you, like, fucking, I just really... I have a hard time believe that I'm just going to get twelve hundred free dollars in the mail. I just find that very hard to believe. They've done it before. Is it, I've never gotten free money in the mail. I don't even get money back, back from my taxes. 2000, Two thousand eight, right? Is when they did that stimulus package beforehand. Joe, you probably won't be getting one unless you fall pay, into the small business category. I pay, or depending I on what tax, you claim on your taxes. According to tax, the guidelines they laid out, I should be getting one. I just highly do you, fucking doubt. Do you, do you? But do you pay into? Do you pay your taxes, right? Yeah. Do you usually get a return? Yeah, I mean, they, it's not much like owing? thirty bucks. Then I Dang, they gave me like if, if you get a return, you'll get one. Yeah, I got like the two return checks last year, but it was like you know like fucking 30 bucks and like 60 bucks or some some shit yeah that's fine that means yeah you're you have a tax number and everything so you should be golden yeah i should get the only fucked up part is that it's a loan it's not they're not giving it to you it's a loan what do you mean it's a loan? (laughs) yeah until taxes next year it's uh you're basically being fronted your tax refund from the following year Oh, all right. Well, that's probably more that's than That's why they're not get. giving it to people that owe child support because they know they can't recoup it because if the person files taxes, it gets intercepted. I love, uh, I love how they're doing that. That sucks. 
I'll fucking believe it when they start rolling in. If I get one, it's going to be pretty funny. That's pretty fucking awesome. But whatever. Fuck that you're shit. Buy a tiger cub. Yeah, dude. I dude, I might. They're two grand. That's what he said in the documentary. He said two grand. I honestly fully plan within the next couple of years to move to Vegas and buy a lemur. That's pretty much the, what's what's the plan right now is to move to Vegas and buy a fucking lemur and then dress it up like Aladdin's lemur and have it hold a little rig and give me dabs. And then I'm going to start a cult. And then I'm going to fucking just train these bitches like that dude did in the documentary. And then and kill, that's pretty Carol much. Uh, uh, she's a fucking bitch. That fucking bitch, Carol fucking Baskin. Dude, I can't believe how like polarizing that fucking movie is. I don't know if it's just cause like Corona hit and they released that, but I was literally just fucking scrolling through shit one night, and I was like, that was the new thing on Netflix. I was like, hmm, what is this? Within the first two seconds, you're just like, holy shit. And it's just the most. It it reminds me of Borat in the way that immediately I was just like, this is the shit. It's just so funny. Fucking amazing. Carol fucking Dude, it's like It's like the number one show in the U.S. right now. It, yeah, it's all that everybody's fucking talking about, dude. It's it's the fucking best. But, uh... Yeah, man. What the fuck... What the fuck are, are, are fucking you guys been doing today? I did, uh... I kind of got lucky, actually. I started... I, Got a phone call from the library today to say I'm working from home now, so now I don't have to deal with unemployment. That's pretty and, uh, sweet. Didn't you say somebody yeah. in your block got the runa? Yeah, my so my mom's been helping like these other girls make lunches for the kids that live in here, and I guess she went to go do it today, and they're like, "Oh, we're not doing it anymore." We found out that like two people have ronies in here. Thankfully, none oh, of the God. people making the lunches had ronies. But I guess just two random people had Ronies, and they're like, fuck this shit, we out. It's going to spread like fucking wildfire, dude. Your whole place is going to die of Ronies now and fucking burn to the ground. Oh, dude, I, I don't talk to anybody in here. Like, if the place next to me is a vacant, oh. one across the street's an empty lot. So, like, I'm golden. I'm not even going outside. They fucking delivered my fucking meat today. That was the only time I, I fucking went outside. Yeah, what well, was it? I could. If I could, ah, I, would that's, that's around, I would build a 10-foot wall around my property right now and just hang a no trespassing sign. I wish, dude. I'm moving out of here as soon as my fucking lease is up. They fucking, they sent me my, I got my fucking shit, my fucking strip steaks, ribeyes, filet mignons, tri-tips, bacon, ranch steaks, oh, wings. Oh, so good. Dude, it's fucking bomb. And then tomorrow, the fucking butane gets here for the grill, and then I'm fucking going to have what, a Korean what? barbecue. In my apartment. Dude, that's how first? I live, dude. I live on this grill out here, man. I'm what is, telling you. you what got are you going to eat first, man. guy? What are you going to oh, yeah. go for first? I think first we're doing the filet mignons. And then I'm going to chop one up just like Carol Baskin chopped up her fucking husband. <laughs> and I'm going to put it on the fucking grill and eat it like the fucking Tigers ate her husband because she's a fucking bitch. Fucking Carol you should, fucking Baskin. You should wrap a piece of steak around the outside. I mean a piece of uh, bacon. Oh, that 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 would be good. But nah, we're uh, we're doing it fucking gook style, dude, because it's the fucking Korean barbecue. I got that Korean barbecue ma- made in Japan, 
and some of the butane I have coming in the mail is actually in New York right now. So that definitely has Corona. So it's going to be an authentic oh, Asian. Fuck, you're screwed. It's going to be an authentic Asian meal, dude. We're going to have some Corona. We're going to have some fucking bat on the little Korean grill made in Japan, Chinese recipe, the Wuhan special. Hey, dude, you, gonna, ain't, you ain't huffing that kimchi and shit, are you, dude? You ain't going that Nah, dude. Nah. The, when I say gook style, what I mean is we're going to, like, well, see, I'm there's just a asking, fucking, dude. I don't. I've never had kimchi. I don't really know what it is. But <laughs> rotten, when we go to rotten Bo- pickled cabbage is what it is. Yeah, and, the, and, nah, and them gook, nah. them fucking them this, zipper heads eat the fuck out of it too. I believe it, dude. We go to this like upscale Korean barbecue in Boston where it's like you. It's like. It's, like, close to 100 a person, I think. And you have, like, up to, like, two... You have, like... I think you have, like, 90 minutes to order and, like, three hours to eat. So you just have to order as much raw meat as you're going to eat at the beginning. And they have, like, a limit to what you can get. Like, one thing of beef tongues per person. And then there's, like, one thing of this thing. But then there's, like, a bunch that you can get however much you want of. So I always get, like... There's three different... Three different buffet options. I think one's, like, 50. One's, like... Or like one sixty, one seventy, one eight, one's eighty. I think I normally get the seventy one, the middle one, because that one has the filet mignon. You can get unlimited filet mignon, unlimited shrimp, and then you can get like however many of the fucking really expensive ones. So we always do that. And then you got the little grill on the center of your fucking table and you just grill it. They like when the little gooks hand you the meat, they'll be like, This one two minutes each side. This one one minute each side. And it's all <laughs> cut up and it's all cut up in like little pieces. So we're gonna cut it up in little pieces like that and marinate it in gook shit. And then we're gonna put it on the fucking on the little fucking Korean grill and it's gonna be like we're at that place, but without the fucking corona. And without the fucking reservations and shit. Because you have to make reservations at that place. If you just walk in, they fucking laugh at you. But now, you're gonna make, now uh, you're gonna, I have it here. You're going to make your girlfriend like tell you to go like cook one minute each side, cook two minutes each side? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much going to be make fucking her job. Yeah, she's actually probably going to do everything. And I'm probably just going to sit here. I'm actually being fucking really nice. And waiting for her to play the cinematic Xbox game so we can play it together. It's just like a movie type thing. It'll be better than watching a fucking movie. Those games are the fucking shit. I'm really excited for that. They really but are. Dude, I just, I just feel like I'm wasting time whenever I fucking play video games. I actually, I actually had a really rewarding match of Fight Night earlier today. I was Triple G and I faced Canelo. It was 10 rounds. I fucking knocked him out in the 10th round. It was the fucking shit. I was jumping all around after so fucking happy because <laughs> it really meant a lot because I know that Triple G is probably going to get knocked out in real life when they fight again. They're about to sign that deal. Dude, I was listening to Teddy Atlas's podcast. Teddy Atlas is just like the biggest OG ever. He probably knows, probably one of the people in the world who knows the most about boxing. And he was talking on his, and he basically said everything that I've been saying for the last year, he basically fucking said, and I was like, thank you, Teddy Atlas, for just saying that I'm right. And then he said a bunch of other shit, too, that I didn't know. But basically, as you all know, I'm a huge Triple G fan, Kennedy Golovkin, the Kazakhstani killer, Mr. N- he, the fucking good boy killer, whatever the fucking nicknames are. He was a fucking knockout killer fucking boxer from Kazakhstan with superior superior potassiums to the assholes in Uzbekistan. 
and he's a fucking amazing boxer. He had like 400 fucking amateur fights, and I think he only lost like six or some shit. And then he was undefeated in the fucking in his professional career. He Dude. just knocked everybody the fuck out. Do you know who who Dude, Triple G is? At, yeah. Uh, also, have you have you guys checked out those like either they got like backyard fights or they have those uh, Irish Carney? Fights, yeah, and these yeah, motherfuckers like stand toe to toe. Fucking, they stand toe to toe, bare knuckled for like thirty to forty-five oh, minutes. Oh yeah, fucking. Paulie Malinaji did. They've they've been getting big names to do bare knuckle fights. I haven't really watched much of it, but as far as regular boxers go, Triple G was like the fucking knockout king. He would fight Mexican style, which is just standing in front of somebody, always walking forward and always throwing punches. And he would knock everybody out. He was the fucking greatest. But his fucking downside is that by the time he got to America, he was already in his fucking 30s and had 400 amateur fights under his belt. So he was already a pretty fucking weathered guy. And he would knock out everybody that they put in front of him. And the big fight that everybody always wanted was him versus Canelo Alvarez. Because Canelo was always considered like the king of the middleweight division but he would never fight Triple G because he was, he only had one loss, Canelo, and his only loss is to Floyd Mayweather. And that's because Floyd Mayweather made him fight him when he was very young, and he was like, you're fighting me now, you're fighting me never, and nobody's going to give up that Floyd Mayweather paycheck. So Floyd Mayweather took, the, took that W over him when he was young. And now he's older, he's more mature, he gets fucking better, dude. Every time you see Canelo, he's better, man. He's clearly on some fucking Mexican juice, of some sorts. His neck is like a fucking tree trunk. And he just gets better in the ring. Every time you see him, he does some fucking new shit. And he looks more powerful and scarier. He's a, he's a complete heel. Like, he doesn't fucking speak any English. He definitely knows how to speak English. But he he will not speak it. He just fucking is just a fucking complete heel. Like, just in like you hate him, but you gotta fucking respect him. And you knew... You knew, though, that Triple G was better than him a few years ago. Like, it was so clear that Triple G would beat his ass and that he was ducking Triple G. Everybody knew he was ducking Triple G. Triple G had all the belts. After every single Triple G fight, Triple G would be like, I want to fight Canelo, I want to fight Canelo. And he would always fucking talk his shit, and Canelo was always ducking. Then finally, finally they get the Triple G-Canelo fight, and Triple G whoops his fucking ass. And then the decision, there's some fucking dumb bitch Mexican judge named Adelaide Bird who is clearly making money from the fucking cartel or some shit. The other two judges give it to Triple G. This bitch fucks up the whole thing, makes it a fucking draw. And then it's a draw, so they have to have a rematch. In the rematch, it was a closer fight. It was a closer fight. Teddy Atlas said he thinks Triple G still won the rematch also. It's def- I could see more of a case for Canelo winning the rematch. I didn't have as much of a problem with that decision. Like, I kind of knew it was coming. But the first one, Triple G definitely won. Triple G should have had that W the fucking first time. The second one, they stole it from him. And then after that, it's been maybe that... I think the first match was in 2017. Second one must have been, like, 2018, I think. It's been a while since that. In 2019, Triple G fought another fucking Russian guy named Derevianchenko. And this guy fucking beat the shit out of Triple G. I think Triple G lost that fight. Teddy Atlas said he thinks Triple G lost that fucking fight, too. Triple G got his ass beat there. And then uh, he hasn't... He just seems like he's old now. Like, 
the way that the second Canelo fight looked, it was not as good as, like, he didn't put up a good fight as he did in the first. Then he got his ass whooped after. He definitely looks like a guy who's just, like, you know, been fucking through it all. He has, he's fucking, he spent Kent, you know what I mean? He's old past his fucking prime, and it sucks because he was my favorite boxer, and I truly believed he could beat anybody, and I truly believed that he beat Canelo the first time that he could, and that he had it in him to fucking beat him, and I think if the, I think if the fight kept going on, he would have just kept whooping his ass more and more and more, but unfortunately now, I think where they're at, I think Canelo could probably knock him out, and it fucking hurts me to say, and it's going to hurt me even more to see it, but I think that Canelo fucking knocks out Triple G. I've been saying that for about a year. Teddy Atlas said it on his podcast. And what Teddy Atlas also said is that when Trip is that when Dazen, DAZN, the network they're on, signed to both of these guys, they were looking for a third one of these fights that they could own and have it not be on pay per view. And they never fucking they were trying to get it, trying to get it. And then finally now they're about to have it booked and maybe it's going to save some of their jobs because apparently they're losing a lot of money and the guy owning it is kind of like what the fuck I thought they're doing good. They seem to be doing good for me, but that's another business that even though they're owned by a fucking billionaire and huge, now what is he going to do? He, like there's no there's no events right now for him to stream. Well, I don't know what they have on their fucking thing. They don't they they had a, the Pat McAfee show where he talks about sports. What sports are you going to talk about now? What everything is fucked. But the thing is I feel like because everything is fucked, we shouldn't be that fucked once we're out of it because everybody's in it together. So I don't know. We'll fucking see. But that's my little fucking boxing speech. Thanks for letting me get that out. I wanted to fucking touch on Triple G in that fucking third fight coming up whenever it is going to happen. Fucking what's good with uh, Khabib Ernesto? He fled back to Russia, so that fight's not going to happen? That fight is officially off. Fuck. That is the, that is the most cursed fight in MMA history. It, well, the thing, Dana was trying to get it done in the United Arab Emirates, but Khabib went back to Russia, and Russia won't now, let him leave. Wow. Yeah, he Putin Dana, shut everything, did, nobody in or out of Russia. Dana was going on every show he could promoting that fight. He was saying he was going to yeah, make it happen. He was he, going on Mike Tyson's show. He, he wanted was going to on. make it happen. That sucks, dude. You think it'll Khabib ever happen? Fucked it up by going, Khabib fucked it up by going to Russia. Damn, dude. Do you, do you, do you think that it'll ever happen? I, I mean, I hope it does. It's, it's the only fight in that division worth having. I mean, yeah. I know they're trying to find Ferguson another opponent and Justin Gaethje and have it in fucking uh, Dubai or Abu Dhabi or something like that. That's what the Nobody speculation that, is dude. about. Oh, man. But I know, I know that they're, they're, they're actively looking for fighters to put that card on. Like they're trying yeah. to book Usman and Mastaval, but Mastaval won't be ready in time because he's fat. Uh, that's a guy who probably doesn't give a fuck about Corona, I feel like. No. Nah. I mean, he, he, uh, they're fighters. They, they, they want to fight and earn yeah. their paychecks because, you know, now they definitely he's, don't know when they're going to fight next. Like, I don't He's know why he fucking... didn't just tell Khabib, like, to stay stateside and put him up somewhere and then privately fly him someplace to have that fight. Yeah, dude, for real. He should have built him a fucking mosque and been like, dude, stay in this. Look, Allah has your back, bro. Well, it, it, fucking the, the issue was oh. when everything started to fall apart, like, globally, he was, pay, he, he was faced with a decision. Do I stay in America and train and have this fight? Or do I go back home and train? 
So he went back home to Russia because they assumed that the fight was going to happen in the sandbox. And now Russia was like, yeah, y'all can't leave. No one can come in. No one can come out. You're staying here. Yeah, that's unfortunate, man. I, just I mean, like, honestly, dude, I'm, I'm not... pretty sure if it, if it was a big enough deal and they could get it ironed out, I'm almost positive that they could find a way to get Khabib out of Russia. Let's just keep yeah. it a fuck here. I mean, yeah, that's all it takes is Dana White to make a phone call to Trump and Trump to make a phone call to Putin and be like, bro, can you help me out here, please? For real. I mean, for fuck's that, sake, that... Dana White could probably make that call and be like, hey, man, can, how about having the fight near you? We just have your boy the fuck. Yeah, and then that, that would make it even bigger because that would definitely make headlines like, they get, this guy gets to travel during it for the biggest fight ever. Mm-hmm. That, that would but I could also be see cool. him not wanting to go anywhere. Yeah. Dude, like, I don't know how long this shit's going to last, man. That That's my fucking thing with it right now. It's like, dude, I understand everything, but if you think I'm not smoking a blunt outside somewhere on 420, you fucking played yourself. Because I am smoking yeah. a blunt somewhere outdoors on 420, six feet away from one of my good friends. That's just how it's going to fucking be. And you can't tell me that I can't fucking do that because it's fucking America and Carol Baskin isn't going to stop me from fucking smoking my weed outside somewhere on 420. You know? It's just fucked. I really want to go break into somewhere. That's really what I want to fucking do is break into somewhere. <laughs> I just want to go looting, you know, break into somewhere. I don't even want to take anything. I just want to go skateboard around the mall like it's dead rising and fucking maybe smash shit. I wouldn't. Yeah, vandalism is fun, <laughs> dude. I'd. <laughs> I wouldn't steal anything. I, just, I would just smash shit. Yeah. I'd ride around on a fucking skateboard with a bat through the fucking South Shore Plaza and just fucking take out signs and shit. Dude, I want to take a go-kart through the mall. Fuck it, just go. Oh, go, that would be even better, dude. That would be even fucking better. Dude, I'd love to be in a mall with nobody in it, like fucking Dead Rising style. That's honestly the fucking just dream. a go-kart all over the place. With a couple fucking Rona zombies, dude. That should be, they should do that now. They should put a couple <laughs> Rona zombies in the mall, and you can go ride around and fucking try to avoid the Rona zombies. Like, you know how in Dead Rising you have to stay a certain length away from the zombies or they attack you? Like, you got to stay six feet away from the Rona zombies, but you don't die instantly. You die in four days. So you just got to keep playing the game. You just invented a new business. Go, 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 like, to the mall right now and start a business. Be like, come in. If you get within six feet of them, you die. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Shit's fucking crazy, man. I need oh, a fucking... I, forgot to, I was on mute when you were talking about your little raid today. You know why Soton PD was wearing those masks? Like five of their officers are confirmed to have corona. Yeah, yeah, I fucking heard. Yeah, that's five pretty of great. Them, so that's why they're all wearing masks. Yeah, they probably all have the Ronies. There's the whole Rony PD squad. Are the Stoughton police officers? Are the Stoughton police officers that have the Ronies? Do they have symptoms, or are they asymptomatic and just living I think with Ronies? So, I, from what I from what I've read, like three of them have symptoms, two of them are asymptomatic. Oh, true. Damn, dude. 
Dude, they put a fucking sign up. They have a, an electronic, like, you know how they have those, like, flashing signs on the road that say click it or ticket, like, buckle up, like, don't drink and drive? Yeah, now it's, it's telling you to, like, wash your hands and avoid people. The Rona. It says, it says don't flush wipes down the toilet. It says toilet paper only. That's what it says well, on the fucking sense. sign at the end of my street. You have a lot of people that, that ran out of toilet paper. Dude, right you quick, you want to hear sound that just septic. Dude, I'm Some still flushing my wife. I don't give a fuck. We, when I fucking, dude, I worked at a warehouse job and we had a bunch of fucking, uh, like, Central Americans that worked with us. And they would wipe their ass and put the fucking shit paper in the in the goddamn uh, trash can. Oh, like, oh man, that's some third world shit. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. You know when Borat, when he walks downstairs with the bag of his shit at the dinner party, he's like, what do you do with this? <laughs> that was your work. Mm. Well, yeah, dude. We fucking probably won't even do two full hours tonight. We just got to give these people a fucking yeah, hey guys, I got, daily. Yeah, just, just to let you know, I got a, I got a fucking, our first rainstorm it's in like a month coming through here, so I'm trying not. I'm just muting when I'm not talking, so I don't. Oh, fucking, true. So yeah, yeah. Dude, the like rainstorm here. Word, word. Good looks. Appreciate that. The fucking rainstorm here the other night was fucking insane, dude. There's a. It was when we were doing this fucking podcast. Some fucking lightning went off, and somebody's car alarm started going off. It was fucking crazy, and then it just stopped, and it was fucking chill. Today it was it was kind of nice out today. It wasn't fucking bad. The nicer it is out, the more I'm fucking pissed that I have to stay inside. It's fucking bullshit. Oh man, I missed the fucking I I, I missed like a month ago. It was pretty sweet times. We were going to fucking weed crush yeah. Wednesday. We were getting high. I was just out at fucking restaurants. I had a movie theater subscription. I go to the movie theater as many times as I wanted. It was good fucking times. Now, it's fucking... This better not be a fucking new way. Hold on, life, real, real quick. Can I jump in? I'm I'm scrolling on the world. So everybody knows how John yeah. Jones got arrested the other day, right? Who? John Jones. He got arrested the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. yeah. For a DUI and a gun charge, even though he wasn't in his car. Did you hear what he got off with? He copped a plea deal. He gets six months of house arrest, has to pay a small fine, and he's only he gets a year of supervised probation and an interlock ignition device placed in his car. Yeah, five five hundred dollar fine. Well, exactly, a five hundred dollar fine. Because and you also second, and this like, is a second charge. Is Wait, but that's the second that, charge, by the way. That is the second charge for DUI, absolutely. But can you think of a more awkward flex than to get house arrest during quarantine? Yeah, it's so funny, dude. That is <laughs> fucking hilarious. For a, bl- for a black man? Time. For a black man? For a black man that had beef with the cop that arrested yeah. him in the first place. This is the best time to get house arrest, hands down. It's not really making much of a fucking difference. That's pretty fun. No, nah, he's, he's over here just like, I'll do house arrest. Like, I'm not going to lie, well, dude. Like, you can literally get everything delivered now. Dude, like, think about just the difference, like, 10 years. Like, 
five years ago. You couldn't get fucking groceries. I mean, you might have been able to. They started actually, talking about that, like curbside pickups for groceries, or like well, I think Walmart started their delivery thing, like yeah, you know, yeah. somewhere between it five and ten years dumb, ago. Yeah, like when I worked at fucking, I remember when I worked at Roach Brothers when I was like fourteen. They were starting like the website where you could order and they had a delivery, but nobody actually fucking did it. Like it was, it was right, kind of weird, right. you know. And now it's like it's just crazy how easy it is to do all that shit. Amazon is like something needs to come out and battle Amazon because Amazon is just gonna rule the world. It's gonna be like Google. It's it's, it's gonna it's fucking someone needs to come out and start taking them on. And start fucking well, shit up. Otherwise, it's going to be a monopoly. Well, the other thing about that, too, is like, you know, I and I mentioned this, like, in the green room before we started the show, is like, you know, man, I got a lot of people around me freaking out. But it's like, this is not, like, I've lost jobs before. You, you know, like, like, I was a new adult with a new baby when the crash of 2008 happened. You know, and between the time it took my ex-wife and me to get pregnant with my daughter and from that time until my daughter arrived on this earth, like I had more money than I knew what to do with, you know, like I'd never had that much money before. Like I was doing really good for myself, working a lot, everything. And then from that time until she got here. Like, I was back in government housing. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I was in government housing, lost my job because they cut everybody back down to, like, part-time. And it's like, dude, I can't work five hours a day, like, or five hours a day, five days a week, you know? like, And I was used to working, like, over 50 at the time. Yeah. So, like, like, like you deal with all that stuff, and it's like, this is not that. For most people, this is... Hey, you can have your job back, you know, just keep in contact with your employers and you can have your job back as soon as shit fucking lights back up, you know. Yeah, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's it's a very very weird thing that's going on right now that nobody's really dealt with. But there's a lot of people that are just acting like they got fired yesterday or what whatever, you know what I mean? And it's like that's not the case. Yeah. That's not the case. Like we can go back to business as usual. As soon as this shit's over, we just got to fucking hunker down and fucking take care of it while it's going on. So, yeah, I haven't had that for 14 years, okay? Like, 14 years ago is the last time that I was able to just bug out for a couple weeks and just chill and not do anything. Not take my family. Like, anytime I get off, I got to take my – pack up all my kids and my family and go visit relatives and whatever. If we got a couple of days off at any given point or weekend holiday, you know, three day weekends or whatever, that's what I'm doing. I'm like, dude, I am cool chilling on my back porch, watching the sunset. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I haven't Definitely. had, I haven't got this in a long while. I'm, I'm really trying to soak in the beauty of it for right now. You know what I mean? Like that's important. Definitely. If you've, if you're not fucked up about what's going on out there and you got the means to do so, by all means, please, you know, just fucking sit on your balcony or your back porch or whatever you got going on and just take it in for a minute, you know, because I've been going nonstop for 15 fucking years and I'm ready for the shit to slow down. 
You know? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I I honestly think the worst part is just like the feeling like something's wrong. You know what I mean? Because it's just like everybody collectively just is feeling like something's wrong and waiting for it to be over. And it's like everybody knows things are not good right now. And it's like you can relax and have a good time, but then there's just this like over looming feeling that like overall things aren't good and we need to be doing something, but none of us can actually do anything except just like chill and let the fucking doctors do their thing and, and try to not infect And people. not only that, but like I said, like I'm good with that. Like like guess what? You you should have more anxiety. I mean, Joe was right a couple weeks back when we started talking about this shit. It's like, dude, I am more anxious about having to go out and do a grocery run or whatever than I am about me having my job, you know, or whatever. And it's like, we got this stimulus thing coming. I'm not Mr. Big Socialist thing or whatever, but it's like, you told us all to stay home and I pay at least get some, let me get some of my tax money back, you know, like, (laughs) fuck you guys. You guys caused this. Take care of us, and I'll see you in a month, right? You know, or whatever. Definitely. Yeah, and this is one of the times when me, like, not giving a fuck about politics and not wanting to be involved with it, like, it might put me at a little bit of a disadvantage, but eventually, hopefully, it all fucking... That's the thing everyone keeps saying, it goes back to normal, goes back to normal. Then you hear people saying it's not going to fucking go back to normal, and it's going to be like a new fucking way of life. Dude, it can't. It needs to. I, it needs to bounce back. Like people were saying that Trump was in there because it was like a like it goes one way and then it goes the other. Like went to a young black guy, then it goes to an old white guy. It makes this crowd happy, makes that crowd happy. If it's going to this now, dude, it can't. This can't be a new way of life, dude. People have to be fucking in the streets after this and have it just be all happiness and madness, like all good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because well, well, like I, like I told you, bad. like I told you, whatever it was a couple nights ago when we were talking about this is like. The good thing about this is that, like, oh, really? Like, I'm not going to – I'm not Mr. Unity on this. You know what I mean? I'm not, like, something where we all get to come together and – you know, I'm not that guy. But I'm also going, like, really, how important is fucking emissions control and climate change and fucking social justice right now? You know, is is, – are really – are these the big issues looming our society? You know, go fuck your mother, dude. Yeah, dude. That is th- this is the least time for that. But then I think it's also like like I've kind of chilled on like I think my tone the last couple of weeks on just social media and the podcast has kind of changed. I'm like, dude, I don't think people necessarily want to just like maybe they do want to see me trolling Nyla Rose right now. Maybe that's what they need. But I'm like, uh, I'm gonna give people a little bit of time to like figure shit out. And I'm like, I I don't want to be like you know acting just like. And then I'm kind of a hypocrite because I was just saying that I wish there could be normal shit on TV that's not all coronavirus and shit, and that it's kind of depressing. And then I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, know, I don't know if it's, shit's going on. I don't know if it's Sylvester Stallone's fucking birthday month or whatever, but they have been playing this shit out of fucking Rocky and Rambo the past couple weeks, like two of get us ready, dude, almost. to fucking fight the coronavirus and then go to war. That's what the, that's what they're fucking getting us ready for. But I don't know, man. Yeah, I thought if I could change, then you could change, and everybody could change. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just hope there's still a bunch of dope movies that come out. Sure, no, 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 the no, movies. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's sorry. That Dude. joke is probably too old for most of you guys. No, I saw Rocky <laughs> when, when I like uh, when I was when I was younger. We got my stepdad like the fucking VHS box set of the Rockies because he was a big Rocky fan, and then we watched all of them. And I, so I've, I've seen all of them. It's just been a long time. I just remember being yo, Adrian. Well, I don't think you realize the Brady Bunch reference that I just made, but definitely <laughs> didn't see that. I used to, I did, I did, I did used to watch the Brady Bunch and Nick at Night. I used to watch the Brady well, Bunch and Happy Days like a motherfucker. Oh, Happy Days like a motherfucker, right? And not only that, Monday, but like Tuesday, look, Happy okay, Days, so I'm a, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm, Happy Days. I'm also yeah. a fucking Atlanta native. So we had like TBS, like it had every baseball game, like all the Braves games. When I was coming up, the Braves were on top of the world for like fucking five years, you know. And uh, not only that, home of WCW, of course, at the time. And um, dude, I like didn't but, realize but, but, but they would play. Recently. They would play the Andy Griffith show anyway. Why I fucking brought that up? Just. So I don't uh, sound like a lunatic. Uh, I didn't but they know had until to... very recently that that WCW was a southern company. Oh yeah, so Atlanta. I, I didn't really. Here watch was the it. great Joe. Here's the greatest thing about growing up in Atlanta when I was a kid is that when they started to have the Saturday, they had a Saturday morning and a Saturday night show at one point before Nitro was even a thing, and the good thing was is that it was all owned by Ted Turner and TBS, and they got to play that. And also, every, everything got filmed at the Omni in Atlanta. So it wasn't like what Vince was doing was going like – I mean, don't get me wrong. Like for pay-per-views, they would come down to Tampa to do like Bash at the Beach and shit like that. But like those weekly shows – were always filmed at the Omni in Atlanta, where the Atlanta Hawks played and the Atlanta Knights, the hockey team played. Um, every week, it was always filmed in the same, pretty much the same location for those weekly shows. They didn't go out yeah. on the road and do all that. So it was like any any week, you could go down and catch a fucking taping. You know what I mean? It was yeah. awesome. It was, a, it was a good time to grow up in Atlanta. Or a wrestling fan, you know. Yeah, that 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 that's actually pretty fucking sweet. That's like now living near where they film NXT or whatever. You can go there all the time. But I saw. I mean, dude, dude, when NXT. I was a kid, when I was a kid, I got to see Big Fan Vader and fucking uh, goddamn, uh, you know. I mean, even when I was a kid, like I said, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage, Ric Flair, fucking. Uh, you know, the Legion of Doom when they went over there. Fucking, uh, you know, the Outsiders and uh, Dusty Rhodes. And, I mean, goddamn, the list goes on. I got to see Stunning Steve. I never saw Stone Cold live. But I have seen really? Stunning Steve. I've seen Stunning Steve Austin live, though. You know, you understand yeah. what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. I saw Stone Cold I, I, I never, live. Once, I never dude. seen. I it, never seen Gold Dust live, but I've seen Dustin Rhodes live. You understand I, what I'm saying, dude? I saw Stone Cold live in fucking Boston 
in uh, I think it was like 2004, maybe. It was when Vince McMahon Bischoff was the GM of Raw. And then he was pulling some shit, and then Linda McMahon came out and was like, I have somebody that's going to help you run the place now. And then, bam, and then he fucking comes out. Dude, I got to see fucking Linda McMahon. I got to see somebody from fucking Trump's cabinet and Stone Cold in fucking Boston on Monday Night Raw. But yeah, man, I mean, dude, that shit was, it's just pretty wild, dude, when you think about it. And not only that, but like that shit is so tied to like, I don't mean to get all sentimental here or whatever, but you know, like that shit is so tied to like my childhood memories and stuff. And like, you know, like Kimberly, uh, uh, DDP's fucking ex-wife and like, doing like boat shows and car shows like these were things that were just it was the vibe of atlanta in the fucking mid 90s you know it was a yeah. it was a really good time and it was a really really good fucking city to be in when i was a kid you know there's a lot of fucking hot shit going on in the metro uh atlanta area when i was a kid you know just, you just the type it? of shit that we're into you ever, yeah, you ever watch the TV show, Atlanta? No. It's I think all those like are fucking... Your life. No, it's not. Black. It's not all... It's more about black people. I, I've seen... Yeah, I know. I've seen... I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I've checked in on it. Like, anything that has to do with Atlanta, I fucking check in on. You know, but how I'm like... movie? Yeah, this is how, just... How, how, how about the movie? Have you ever gone roller skating with a bunch of black people? What? Yes. Yes. In that, T.I.? That is a... Was, yeah, there. I was no, not with not with Big Boy and Ti. I never went roller skating. <laughs> However, that is a cultural thing in Atlanta. Like it was, you know, Friday, Saturday nights. It's fucking the the roller rink is a fucking hot spot. You understand? Like that might seem weird, and I, it seems weird to a lot of people. But like that is a thing. That is a cultural thing. It's not a white or black thing. It's a fucking cultural thing for. I used to yeah, go to where, one when I was younger. We I I forget where there was one. There was one even like maybe Dedham or with Strawberry that we. My mom used to take us there all the time when we were young. We dude, rent I fucking still roll. I skate. still roll or skate. I hey, still roll or skate, you, man. Any my daughter. What? What now? Are you at Skate Town in Whitman? I don't think it was Whitman. I don't think my mom would have taken us to Whitman. I don't even know where that is. But she used to take us to a place that's closed now. It was around here somewhere in like Westrocksbury or Dedham, I think. We'd fucking we'd we would rent rollerblades and there'd be a DJ so, and a snack bar yeah. and we would fucking have, and they don't play good have music anymore. Like, dude, I'm telling you the the music, the music, dude. Like that's I mean, dude, part of I, the lure. I was like seven for us. I was like seven. We would be going up and requesting like Backstreet Boys and Eminem and fucking Britney Spears. Like for uh, for us, like I like I was um like the early nineties is when I was really doing that hardcore, uh, of course. And we had like skate night from our elementary school. It was like you got like a free slice of pizza and a fucking half discount if you said you went to so and so school. You know, on certain nights, like, we had all that. But, like, it was also, like, the tail end of the 80s. Like, grunge hadn't really, like, taken root yet. So, like, we were talking. Like, like it was all, like, uh, the Gap Band and fucking, you, you know what I mean? Like, these 
yeah. old like Parliament Funkadelic, like African Bimbada and the Soul Sonic oh, Force, like shit like that. Like like we were still playing a lot of that stuff in the skating rinks. But um you know, also the, like I do that now. My daughter my daughter has these fucking birthday parties and not only are like a lot of the parents reluctant and I'm one of these people also I don't know, just culturally speaking. I'm sorry, I know I'm rambling, but uh the like, Oh good dog. A, a lot of our a lot of our like I, I, I do this shit with my kids all the time and all of these social things. Like there's so many Gen X parents that waited until they were like thirty five to even start having kids. And it's like like these people are ten years older than me and my our kids are the same age. You know what I mean? So it's a yeah. lot of that shit's fucking really weird for me. But I'm also like, dude, I'll fucking I strapped on like two months ago my daughter had a birthday party to go to and I strapped on skates and the only difference I, I I still got it. The only difference is I get shin splints a little bit sooner yeah. now. Like I got a I, I got a time frame, you know what I mean? To, yeah. to get out there and dude. boogie woogie. But that's it. Oh, yeah. Dude dude, I'll fucking never forget. When I was little, I lived on a fucking giant hill. It's not that big when I go to it now, but when I was little, it was like the biggest hill in the fucking world. Of course. And it, yeah, it yeah. was, uh, yeah, it was like Highview Ave in Westroxbury. And I remember when we were little, we had like rollerblades. And I remember my friend Timmy, who lived across the street, telling me that he could get on his rollerblades and go down the hill from the top. And I was like, no, you can't. Right. Like, I can only do it from, like, halfway. If you go from the top, you can't do it. And he was like, I can do it. I've done it. And I was like, no, you fucking can't. Go and do it. And I just remember him going to the top of the hill on his roller skates and just absolutely eating fucking shit going down the uh, hill. And God, me dude, just being I, like, you know, yeah. I, was t- I was telling my kids the other day, I was like, dude, my knees and my elbows always had we're always skinned oh, up. Yeah, you know, if you dude, dude for like five, I, I actually for like remember. five to seven years, my knees and elbows, you had a a scab on. Oh yeah, one of those four dude. appendages. You know? I actually remember, like, I actually remember, like, busting my knee open bad at that roller, that roller, roller, roller skate place, and my mom putting out and fucking bandages and wrapping it up and shit. Like, dude, I fucking remember that shit. I, I gotta ask my mom where that place was. She brought it up recently. And not, and not only that, that, that was interesting that you said that shit about the hills, too, because, like, you swear to God, some of those hills that were, like, at, like, 20-degree angles were, were straight 90-degree fucking angles. Coming down the way there, you know, just because. Yeah. You, well, you also knew, you also knew that how much like momentum that you would build on a skateboard or rollerblades or whatever, like you would start flying, you know, yeah. like straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then those hills don't seem that one hill that does stand up is fucking West Street in Needham. That that hill will always be a fucking beast. But uh, dude, then. When I was like in high school, isn't that I what they call Heartbreak I, Hill for the marathon? Uh no, no, no. The 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 marathon do, doesn't go through West Street and Needham. It probably goes through West Street and fucking Newton. I think there's another one in Newton that has the fucking st- same fucking steep shit. Probably does. Yeah. Because I was about to say, I know yeah, one of those hills is West the one called Heartbreak Hill. Savage. 
West Street in Needham is the hill that my elementary school was off of, fucking Hillside School, or like fucking Hillside Elementary School. And West Street is the Wicked Street, Steep Hill. And some time, a long time ago, I don't know when, but a fucking chemical truck spilled on that street and it all went into the ground. And now they need to have special fans and shit in the basement of the elementary school so that the fucking school doesn't get like fucking chemical disease, which I probably got and probably got mutated at a very young age, which makes me the superhero that I am. But I remember one time some shit went out and they couldn't have the fans running and we couldn't go to school because they were like, if you go to school, you're all going to get some fucking, you're all going to turn to X-Men and shit. So we couldn't fucking go. But, uh, what was I going to fucking say? Oh yeah, dude. When I, when I was in high school, I used like when people fucking like needed bud, I had a longboard. And I would have them pick me up at the bottom of this hill and then drop me off at the top. And then I would just make the play and then longboard down the hill. And it was fucking perfect. And I could go down that hill and then get all the way back to my house without fucking pedaling. So it was a pretty sweet setup. It was good times. But yeah, yo, fucking, we don't have to do like two hours. I'm down to end this shit whenever. I'm just trying to entertain the people a little bit. We already did over an hour. It's fucking Rona season. I'm going to probably play Xbox after this shit. Probably get on an Xbox Live party with Dylan. Hey, fellas, I'm going to cut out. I'll check y'all later, all right? All right, dog. Nice talking to you, Nesto. Stay safe. Yeah, fellas, be easy. Be safe in them streets. Hell yeah. See you, Nesto. Fuck yeah, man. Anything else that you got on your mind, Trip? you want to let the people know about? Trip, 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 trip. The homie trip. You might have gotten lost in the rainstorm. True. Is trip there? Did trip die? Trip might be trip, fucking dead, man. I think trip man. got the I think he got dude, you know what? Feet. You know what happened, dude? He's in he's in Florida. You know who got him? That fucking no. bitch, Carol fucking Baskins, down there in Florida. She fucking got trip. Trip was on the podcast. Now there's no more trip because that fucking bitch down there in Florida, Carol Baskins, took trip right off the podcast. She fucking killed him. Fuck you, yeah. Carol Baskins, you fucking bitch. Fuck you, <laughs> bitch. Trying to fucking, trying to fucking take my tigers and take my guns. It's America. The last time I checked, I'm allowed to have both. Fuck you, Carol Baskins. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Trip, you still there? Are you getting fed to Carol Baskin's tigers? Because she's a fucking bitch. Big carrot rescue. Fucking. Yo, let's call Carol Baskin. What we said we were going to call Carol Baskin's. Let's fucking call Carol Baskin's. Where's Big Cat Rescue? We got to call Carol Baskin's, this fucking bitch. We're going to call Big Cat Rescue. Live here, we're gonna call this fucking dumb bitch at fucking Big Cat Rescue. One? Eight one three. Spent Ken isn't here. Eight one three nine two zero four one three zero. Time to call these fucking this fucking bitch. Thank you for calling Big Cat Rescue. If you are calling about an injured bobcat or a Florida panther, press yeah, four. Please understand that while some options below allow you to leave a message. 
It may take us a while to return your call because we spend our funds on the chat, not on a call center. So please try to use the menu rather than hitting zero. Due to the coronavirus pandemic, Big Cat Rescue is closed until future notice. If you have already booked a tour for March or April, your refund is being processed and you should get it by the end of March. If you are requesting for a refund for a date other than March or April, please email reservations at bigcatrescue.org. To make a donation, and we really need it right now, press 5. To volunteer, press 6. To find someone by name, press star. Our email address is info at bigcatrescue.org. To hear these options again, press pound. If none of these choices apply, press zero to leave a message. If you stay on the line, your call will be forwarded to voicemail. I want to talk to Carol Baskins. I'm going to stay on the line. I want to talk to Carol Baskins. Thank you for calling Big Cat Rescue. If you are calling about an injured bobcat or a Florida panther, press four. Please understand that while some options below allow you to leave a message, it may take us a while to return. It said if you stay you on the line, it puts you in voicemail. And that dumb bitch just started repeating herself. Fucking no, God you gotta damn press it. zero. It says zero. I can't. I thought it was star. Press star. star. Who just Carol called Bash. this show? Is, is is this Sean? Could be Carol. Carol? Is yes. Oh, shit. Where, where is this fucking... Where is this... We're trying to find music for Carol. fucking Carol Bass. Is that you? <laughs> What's up, you fucking Carol Baskins loving bitch? Fucking bitch. You're fucking, she's trying to take my fucking tigers and my fucking guns, this fucking bitch. She's trying to say, don't it, she killed her fucking husband. Where's your husband, Carol? You fed him to the tigers. Let me they just open that that case back up against her, too. By the uh, way, Car- Carol is making out like a bandit right now because she has the guys. I, I, I felt like when you called her, too, it's like it's under the guise of like everybody's dealing with this so she can hide under the fucking coronavirus fucking oh, umbrella yeah, for right now. Dude. You know what I mean? When this is over, I'm raiding Carol Baskin's Big Cat Rescue. If you think I'm not going to go to Carol Baskin oh, to make I, a video. I know you should. I definitely should. I'll kick a fucking tiger in the face. I don't give a fuck. I'm not scared of her or fucking tigers. I'll go there. Dude, I'll fucking... I'll fucking poach her tigers, dude. I'll make a fucking... I'm gonna make a jacket out of... I'm gonna make a jacket out of... I'm gonna roll up in a reservation... Could you, with a could you see fucking arrow. Joe... Joe's got a goddamn Ric Flair type fucking robe, but it's all made out of tiger skin and shit. <laughs> Dude, oh, that geez. would be the best gift ever. Fucking Carol Bastion back. No, dude, I got you, dude. Tiger skin dude. fucking robe with champ and fucking glittery ass faggoty shit on the back. I got you, that's dude. The, <laughs> that's the cool. That's the sequel to Tiger King is Tiger Champ. I go and I fight Carol Baskins and I get avenge on Joe. 
I get yeah, do, no, do Joe. you just do the and Joe yeah, you do the fucking fuck. uh, you do the uh, and Andy then, uh, Andy deal and just go after yeah. intergender uh, uh, intergender champ fucking gimmicks. Yeah, I'll try to I'll fucking save Joe out of jail and then he's gonna be like, well, how straight are you? Yeah, you do the Kaufman <laughs> bit, dude. Just fucking go after yeah. it. <laughs> I've never. I need to watch some of his shit. Everybody always compares me to him. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's like Andy Kaufman. It's like Andy Kaufman." But I've never seen any of his shit. I just know it's some old time shit. A bunch of people have explained it to me, but yeah, man, Carol Baskins is a fucking bitch. Dylan, uh, you want to call Carol Baskins, and then if you call her and press one, will it work? I really want to leave this bitch a fucking voice. Oh, they're close. That's what I'm saying. They're closed. You can leave a voicemail. Well, we'll have to do a daytime podcast, and then we'll call them during yeah. the daytime when they're open. We can speak to Carol fuck fuck Baskins. I wonder if I can get her personal phone number anywhere. Carol Baskins. This fucking bitch. She's a fuck bitch. Carol. Carol killed her in bitch. Dude, if you watch his videos, dude, they're all so fucking funny, dude. Here, let me fucking... I I, I was Literally. trying to cut a clip earlier. I was trying to fucking cut a clip earlier of him just saying Carol Baskins for the show, but I couldn't fucking do it in time. But I, I have the whole... I have the full clip saved. Let me play a clip. This is his uh, YouTube video that he uploaded called... Message for Carol Baskins. <laughs> Since I am accused of being one of the most notorious breeders of tiger cubs, I'd like to step in here for just a minute on a fundraiser that Carol Baskin at Big Cow Rescue is raising money for a tiger that was just taken from Michael Stapleton in Ohio and shipped all the way to Florida in such bad health and accusing that of being... <coughs> tied together or being pulled as a baby is why his bones are so brittle and he has bad teeth. First of all, I'd like to say that a bunch of bullshit. All she's doing is trying to get her propaganda of baby tigers being born in America and for an excuse of growing up and having bone deficiencies and bad teeth. If you fall for that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you're worse than a bunch of nuts in a squirrel tree. First thing I'd like to know is what vet in their right mind would issue a health certificate for a sick tiger to be shipped from Ohio to Tampa, Florida. <laughs> Second, I'd like to know where the hell is the USDA in all of this? Even thinking that it would be healthy for a tiger to be put in a roller cage, in a vehicle, and shipped over bumpy roads and bridges all the way to Tampa, Florida. Why? So this lady can get online and raise thousands for a sick tiger that she will probably euthanize within the next year and blame it on poor health conditions after raising thousands of dollars. <laughs> you know, my question would be was, was there blood drawn from this tiger to make sure it didn't have distemper before you hauled it all the way down there to Florida and rushed it down there in order to make money and give another disease to the state of Florida or maybe even pass distemper around in your facility, just like over at NSYNC Exotic when they had all them tigers die of distemper. I don't know the condition of the cages that this tiger was in, but let me tell you a little bit of history about tigers. Most people that have tigers in captivity are looking for the cheapest way to feed them. 
has nothing to do with being pulled as a baby. It has to do with being fed nothing but chicken because it's the cheapest thing on the market to buy. So they develop metabolic bone deficiencies and different calcium deficiencies and then chewing on whatever the cage is made out of and breaking their teeth, whether they're aggressive or they're not. This has absolutely nothing to do with being pulled as a cub from when they're babies to growing up with bone deficiencies and bad teeth. So why don't you hard-working Americans dig deeper in your pocket and give this crazy bitch some more money so she can continually <laughs> to scam you and pull the wool over your eyes for something that's really not even going on. So take it from somebody who continuously breeds baby tigers and never has a problem with them growing up with metabolic bone deficiencies or bad teeth because we pull them at such a young age. This is all propaganda made for you to believe to further out an agenda to make extinct tigers in America. But that's what all you experts with the Global Federation of Animal Sanctuaries specialize in. Russian, raising money, taking people's animals away, and then shipping them sick clear across the United States in order to put a fundraiser online and make money off of hard-working Americans here in the United States. And you expect us to all just sit back and watch this happen? You have another thing coming. Wow. Fuck. Yeah, he, he's, not, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, he, you, know, you know he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he knows what a metabolic bone deficiency is? Yes, I do. I believe him. God damn, dude. He sold me on that shit. That's the best work I've ever seen in my dude. life. Dude, he's fucking captivating, dude. He gets you what behind he, him so quick. You know you know what Joe Exotic's got? Charisma. He does, dude. <laughs> he does, dude. You just believe Sounds he like knows that. everything he's talking about. Sounds like that bitch brought coronavirus to the state of Florida. It's hilarious how how he said Ladies and gentlemen If you've never eaten a bat Let me tell you about this bitch down in here in Florida (laughs) (laughs) Dude I fucking love how he says She's going to bring another disease To the state of Florida Like she's already brought (laughs) enough enough diseases To the state of Florida Dude it's fucking great It's the greatest shit ever dude Dude no uh, Listen okay Everybody, whether we are one or we just like watching it on television, there's a reason that Cops is the longest-running fucking uh, uh, real-life show that's still on the air after fucking, almost, like, after 30 years. You understand? Okay? Everybody loves watching white trash nightmares come to life. (laughs) So accurate. (laughs) It's okay, so and I don't care. And by the way, it's how many fun. different how how many different nationalities do we have just on the show tonight? I mean, in all honesty, like you could say that, yeah. and I are one, so I could speak to that. You know, I'm half white trash myself. You know, <laughs> so it's like Dude, the white everybody. I'm 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 white trash that made it out of the hood. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, the white trash are the best ones. Other than that, it's like other people getting arrested. It's the white trash that are the best. Oh, dude, it's it's the best. 
It's the best, and we all know, no matter what, stories. no matter who we pray to or not, no matter what color our skin is, we all love white trash cops marathons. Okay, <laughs> like it's you can't you can't get away from it. Okay, it's just the way it is, and we all have it's so entertaining, fucking, dude. It's so magnetic, <laughs> is it not? Dude. This Nothing guy is like, I, I don't even know how to describe it, dude. It's like if you mix, I feel like Joe Exotic is like if you mix Borat with Deadliest Catch. You know what I mean? It's just like <laughs> something <laughs> fucking out there. Yeah, it's, but it's also like, libera- it's, yeah, throw meth and gay in there, too. Like, that's yeah, not even yeah. like, that's not even putting the meth and gay into the fucking picture. You know what I mean? I, like, 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 add dude. gay and meth on top of it. Yeah. Dude, the, the fucking funniest meme I, I, I fucking saw today was how at one point in the fucking documentary, it cuts to the guy with no legs, and he's driving one of those fucking, like, you know those slingshot things? Do you see him down there? It's like a three-wheel type thing with two seats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At one point, it cuts to the guy with no legs, driving a slingshot with a skeleton riding shotgun. And you just have no questions about it at that point in the documentary. You're like, yeah, yeah this is a normal like, at this point in this. No, 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 Joe, you got it all wrong, dude. You really do. You understand that, like, it's like, oh, okay, like, that's perfectly normal because we know who we're dealing with. Like, that's yeah, the way I yeah, look at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? No, it's like, it's like, no, why wouldn't he, you know? You understand what I'm saying, yeah. dude? Dude, like, like <laughs> every time I see one of those slingshots in real life, I'm like, holy shit, it's a slingshot. Now imagine if you see one, and then there's a skeleton riding shotgun, and you're like, holy shit, right. it's a slingshot with, with a skeleton riding shotgun. And then Just the driver the gets out, and he, has, and he <laughs> has no legs. And then the driver gets out, and he has no legs. He has metal legs that are fucking have, like, weird fucking spray art on them. And you're yeah, like, but what I'm fuck? saying is, yeah, look, dude, okay, like in, in my world, dude, in my world, I'm going, that's the only type of person that can step out of a vehicle like that. What, you understand that's what I mean? True. Like, if it was an able-bodied fucking normal dude, I would be even more shocked. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's true. Dude, those slingshots do look like fun. I kind of want to ride one. <laughs> They I always are. Have had, they like, are. They're fun. Yeah, I've always had a dream of like going on like a fucking cross country back road adventure and something like that, where you just only take back roads and smoke blunts and, and are in like the woods and buggy it up. You go, you go, yeah, you go fucking, uh, you go uh, Mad Max style, you know? Yeah, dude, that would be the fucking shit. It's my favorite shit to smoke weed and drive through, like, woodsy areas where there's, like, nothing. I fucking love it. That's Just driving great. through the woods and smoking. Or farmland, too. Like, there's some of that, like, yeah. out in Foxborough. And Welcome then like, to my you know, like, world, bro. Like, shit. Yeah, it's cool, like, especially because, you know, like, I'm, where I live is fucking loud, like, city type, and then when I'm just driving through the fucking woods that's smoking saying, weed, it's dude, so It's like, that's, yeah, it, it's peaceful, A, and B, if you're not fucking, you know, paranoided out by anything, like, it's, you, man, it, I don't know, it melds you, it, this sounds really hippie and fucking kind of horse shit, but it's true and, 
in, in that sense. Like it melds you to the earth like that. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like we were talking fucking, about dogs yo, the other day. You will be centered. You'll be centered. Yeah, definitely. Dude, like we were talking about dogs the other day. I think walking a dog does the same thing. Like as you're walking mm. a dog, you're literally holding the leash of something connected to the earth that's walking. And you are. And smoking weed in the woods, I think it's the same fucking thing. When I was in high school, that's what we used to There was a street. Everybody knew the weed-smoking streets that were fun to drive on and smoke weed. Strawberry Hill in Dover was, like, number one. I just – drive. I, I'm, I'm all about – yeah, like, the past handful of years, I'm just all about more stuff that centers you. You know, because, you know, whatever we're talking about, fucking trainees and social justice shit and whatever it might be, like – there's just so much more stuff out there where it's like the past like five years, I'd say, you know, like my life's getting a lot more normal. You know, I'm not, I'm not spent in this fucking, you know, this world of conspiracy and government horseshit. And it's like, does it affect me? Okay. Then I got other shit to worry about, you know? Uh, so yeah. I've just been a lot more grounded. It's important to stay grounded before you get off yeah. to the races. You know? Definitely. Dude, like, yeah. And I feel like a lot of the fucking tranny social justice people definitely don't have anything that centers them, which is why they're constantly looking for a fight on Twitter all day. Right. And it's like, what kind but, of life is that? Like, like honestly. Yeah. Like, it sounds like a throwaway yeah. line, dude. But I want to I wanna really fucking... I mean, y'all say what you want to, but I really would like to hear this. Like, what is that? And this... Thing that we're going through right now, you know, I, I made a joke about it earlier, but it truly is the great equalizer. You know, it really is where it's like, what's really fucking important here? Okay, so yeah. it's like we've we've been lost in fucking digital la la land for fucking way too long, and everybody, especially our age, you know, uh, you know the the, the twenty five to fucking thirty fivers. I would say, you know twenty five to forty years. You know, really got to figure out like what the fuck it. Like we grew up in a world that we were able to be grounded as well as embrace all the shit that we've kind of fallen into into our adulthood. You know, and and that's it, it's a weird thing because. I remember, you know, a a time like I remember the internet. I was in middle school when the internet really took, you know, uh, uh, reign. And um, but I also remember what it's like to go like, "Hey, mom, I'm going out for the day. Uh, I'm going to so and so's house. Um, you know, I'll be home before the streetlights come on. You know, I remember that. I, I remember a world with pay phones. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, dude, it's, like, it's, it's, it's like, like need to be like fucking, more grounded. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's it's kind of like uh, Joe Rogan was saying. Things were so good that people were just looking for something to be upset about. You know what I mean? Our, our society yeah, was no, so comfortable. He said, he and, said that, and still, I've been saying that for months. I've been saying that for yeah, months. Dude. Like I said, so with, at, the, with the people that think that, that, that white privilege is a thing, you know? Yeah, dude. Everybody wanted something to be mad about, and then, bam, Wuhan, nigga. You fucking right. want to be upset about got something? You, got you all in check. Got you all in yeah. check. Wuhan. 
You got it now, man. It's fucking, you wanted something. And hopefully, dude, I, like, it's so corny, I think, to be like, hopefully after this, after this, everybody after this. But, like, I really can't help but think about that. Like, well, shit well, was what so we really want to do is bring it back before all this shit got fucking haywire with the goddamn, you know, all, all this shit we've been dealing with for the past five years with this woke-ass culture. And it's like, and it's like, yeah. no, nah, look, okay, this is the time we're bringing it back. And we're bringing it back to tribalism to a certain extent. And we're also going, you know what? That's not the most important thing in the fucking world. Can we all just get along? And it, like, like, hey, man, if you think like that, then good. Hey, God bless, right? You know, uh, bless her. As we say in the South, oh, bless her heart. You know, yeah. if, if she thinks like On that, bless fucking, her heart. Yeah. On the fucking Dave Chappelle, Mark Twain Award thing. Sarah Silverman goes up and gives a speech, and she said something about before you all check Twitter to see how you feel about things, which is so true. Nobody fucking thinks for themselves. Everybody is like, let me not go online that, and, see how, and see how I'm supposed to feel about it. Am I supposed to be offended not, right not now? Not only that, check. dude, Sarah Silverman can eat my fucking cornhole, dude. She <laughs> is one of these cocksuckers that acts like she's still an advocate for comedy and people in that fucking arena, you know? And I I appreciate what she said about uh, Louis C.K., you know, I do. But she's also somebody that comes out for a bunch of social justice causes all the fucking time and fucking tells everybody how to fucking feel. And it's like, dude, do your fucking comedy and, and, and that's that. Don't tell me how to fucking feel. Like, you know, I, yeah. I, and I know that you guys don't feel this as hard as I do, but uh, I really like, especially when we had Sandy Hook and all that shit that went on. Like during that time, you had a bunch of people that were like wielding fucking shotguns in the movies that they were in, and telling us what to think about gun control. And I'm just using that as a catalyst. I'm just a dude from yeah, the yeah. south that grew up. You know what I mean? Like I'm I, I'm a I'm a gun owner. I fucking you know hunted as a kid. You know, like 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 that's my life, okay? But I'm saying that to say, and you could use this about many different other issues as well. But I'm saying that to say, like, oh, okay, Bruce Willis is gonna tell me about gun control. You know, and I don't even know if he came out and said anything. I'm just telling you, like, it's yeah, that ridiculous. Yeah. Like, when I see like those, Rule. when I see, right, when I see those fucking commercials and those info, or the, whatever, the PSAs and shit, and I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, Bruce, and I'll just say Bruce Willis, I don't think he ever did one, to be honest, but that's the, that's the extremity of it, is like, okay, I'm going to listen to Bruce Willis tell me about gun control. You know, and it's like, really? You haven't made your entire living having a gun in your hand at some point in every project you've ever been in, except Moonlighting and fucking uh, your goddamn blues album, which I own, by the way, motherfucker. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, I own the fucking vinyl... Bruce Willis album. You understand what I'm saying? 
Like it's, That's fucking it's, hilarious. It's, it's 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 all fucking retarded and back ass words. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. No, dude. I fucking celebrities are like Dennis said the other day to me that I don't live a real life because he I think it was over Messenger. He said something to me about work, and I said something about my work, and he was like, "Yeah, well, you don't live a real life, so shut up." And I was like, "Yeah, you're right." But celebrities really don't even live a real life to an even more level. You know what, though, Joe? That's why I got fucking so much fucking respect for you, quite honestly. Like, like I'm not, it's not even like a, it's not even on a, on a, on a gimmick, you know? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. telling you just straight up dude to dude is that, you know what? You had your fucking dream and you fucking made it happen for you, dude. Yeah, and I thanks, hope that dude. it fucking, and I, and I hope that it fucking, you know, continues to you know, expound, you know, way beyond where you're at now. You know why? Because you, you took a fucking you took a fucking chance. You fucking knew the market. You were able to fucking interject yourself into that shit. And you're fucking doing it, dude. That's your that's Thanks, your life bro. and you're doing it. Nah, dude, and don't I'm fucking wrong. happy, like, man. And for a dude for a, for a dude that like like I said, I just wanted to start a family. You know, I knew that that was like part of my path. That I wanted yeah, to yeah. do, right? I'm you definitely going to do I'm, that, dude. But I, I've, had, I, I, I'm, I've I'm also had to, to make sex. I'm just telling you, dude, is that right now? Like I've had to make sacrifices because of what I've wanted to do and yeah, what my yeah. dream is. My dreams have to take a second, fucking. You know, like I'm I'm living through my kids' eyes right now. I'm not, you know, yeah, I'm just no. paying the bills around this motherfucker and trying to be like. Oh, cool! I got enough money to do what I want to do. That's that's my life right now. But I'm also living vicariously through my kids, and I'm going like, man, you, you know what? We got we got the funds, dude. Don't ever do what my parents did to me. Fucking dude, do it. You want to do this? Oh, you like drawing and shit? Fucking do it. My daughter's fucking yeah. in honors, uh, like like in the uh, like like 10 kids out of her whole school doing um, chorus and shit, and she gets to go to, like, these, um, you know, statewide and countywide deals. I'm like, fucking, you like that shit? Fucking do that. I got, guess what? I got the money. Fucking bam, there you go. Like, follow your dreams, motherfucker. Don't, like, my mom fucked, I, I, I was a dreamer, and my mom fucked me up by going, you gotta have the backup plan. You can't just follow your dreams. You got to make sure that you do it. Yeah, you, yeah. You got yes. all your shit in line. Yeah. And I guess what? I fucking by the time I realized that that was full of shit, I was already a parent. I was already married and a parent. So I yeah. had to fucking do what I got to do. And yeah, I dude. I love I love just being able to tell my kids, fucking follow your dreams, man. I got you. Fuck you know, yeah. like. And, and yeah, dude, I I just for, wish for I me, had that, like, but I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah. You got to do it, man, because here's the thing. Like, uh, my mom is good at understanding it. I don't think my dad really gives a shit. But as far as most people go when you're on the mission, I was thinking about this er- like earlier today to myself. When you're doing it, they're going to tell you that you're fucking dumb for doing it. And then once you do it, they're going to tell you that you 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 got lucky. You know what I mean? And you, you know, know what? Know, you might. Yeah, but guess are, what? You're doing good. You're doing good, and most people fail, dude. 
You know, you got to yeah, understand, exactly. like you're doing, you're doing all right, and most people I'm fail. Do, you know what like, I mean? Yeah, dude. I, I fucking see a lot of people posting now. Like now is the time to do what you love. Like if you've always wanted to sing, do Absolutely. that. If you've always wanted to do art, do that. And for me, dude, I'm like, yo, I already do everything I want to do. This is just kind of in- inconveniencing me from it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, I already have right. my art all set up to where I want to be. I'm like, I already had my plan laid out for the year. I'm, I'm already fucking doing it. You know what dude, I mean? I don't need. Dude, you don't even understand. Just as a friend, dude. Like that's the dopest shit in the world. I love to see. I'm not a hater like that, man. Like I love to see people I care about I succeed. Fucking appreciate, you know. Man. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I wouldn't have it like, dude, everybody looks at what's going on now. Like I try to, I try to sometimes think back about things that like probably formed me as a person. And I remember like, like when I was in middle school, when I was in high school, I remember like my step, my stepdad losing his job and getting laid off and it's sucking. I remember my, my, my real dad losing his job and it's sucking. And I remember when I was really little, my dad really wanted his own business and he opened up a bakery and it fucking failed. And he had to close it, and he's always been like, oh, I wish it didn't fail if I had a bakery, if I would open up this, if I did this. And I'm like, yo, I'm my, my business ain't going to fail, you know what I mean? So it, it is like evolution, like I'm better than my father. When it's just it's like, not you just know. evolution. It, it, well, here's the thing. Okay, so I didn't even know everything. As long as we've been friends, I didn't even know anything you just said, you know. Yeah. And, and, and the fact of the matter is, is that you got to be a kid. And fucking witness that shit. So, like, whether yeah. you want to attribute it, it to that or not, you also get to see, you know, and all the successful people, like, don't get me wrong. Like, if I was just to stumble upon money tomorrow and just be like, okay, I have enough money to, like, throw my fucking money into a venture I want to do for a living and hopefully make money. It's like everybody that's ever been successful at doing that is like, well, I know what I like, and I know that there's a market for it. You just got to have that mindset that you know that there's a market for whatever it is that you're into and fucking mm-hmm. be able to do that right. Yeah, you, dude, you got to be, be able smart. to do that right. You yeah, gotta be, dude, yeah, you got to be you got to be smart, but you also have to understand like, hey, I'm not the only one, man. There's a community for this. Yeah, dude. you know. You have to find the fucking niche, dude. I was lucky that I found the niche with the swords. But what a lot of people would do that are in my position, right? Because a lot of people, like, I, I took, I, it was at community college, but I took business classes. Like, I try to educate myself on business. And I always know, like, you don't want to do something that has any, like, is not legal or, like, could be kind of legal but not legal. Like, you don't want to do shit like that. And I know that, like, Joke. the real tempting the real tempting thing that everybody wants to do in Massachusetts right now, dude, and probably across the country, is getting the cannabis business. That's what everybody wants to do. Everybody wants to say they work in the cannabis business. I'm a I'm a bud tender. I do dispensary. I'm this. I'm that. Everybody yeah. wants to work in the fucking cannabis, and everybody thinks they're going to start their own cannabis brand. That's the number one thing that people do here. Like I'm not talking shit. But about nobody fucking nobody knows how to fucking do it. You know, nobody exactly. knows how to fucking so implement. Like, dude, it, you know. A, yeah, they don't know the groundwork. They don't. They, yeah, exactly. they don't know how to like, build their own foundation. If they if they want yeah. to do something fucking if, like that, if they, they did, don't know how to build their own foundation. To do it, dude. Right. I know people that I I've heard stories of people trying to start their own weed business and they sign up to be like a sponsor on something so they can get their logo on it. And then the people and they're ask like, them oh, this the, is hard. I didn't know it dude, took the, all the this. People, 
the people ask them for their logo and they send them a picture of a sticker. Do you, you not know that they're, they're trying to get your logo for the flyer? They don't want a picture of a fucking sticker, you retard. Right. Like, people don't, even, people don't even know the first part. But what I was trying to say is that I chose to make my business big on the dab swords and on the brand and all that. I have had people that I've looked up to that do, like, artists and shit like that that I've kind of modeled my shit after them. There was a dude in Texas that I've modeled a lot of my shit at. This dude, Georgie Films in Texas. He's, like, a photographer for, like, Paul Wall and all those guys. But he does, like, art. and He sells art. And I was... Big but that's what I'm. But that's what I'm saying is like is like I'm. You got to understand the marketing behind. You know, like whatever angle yeah. that you're going to take, it's not just like that. But like you are also a guy that has his hands in a bunch of different arenas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is also that's, good because you got people. And they're all come legal. on, don't tell. Oh, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, just straight from the business standpoint. Let me just ask you this. From a strictly business standpoint, is that how many people do you know that have bought shit off of you and your products that are just pure, like like they got turned on you from wrestling shit? They're just wrestling fans, but they're like, oh, this guy fucking makes swords and shit. I'm I like to smoke. I like to do my thing, you know. So here, like, like what person? What percentage would you say? Like, is yeah, people like that, that are just from something so different? The, the wide majority of my fans have come from other people, like other Instagram influencers that have posted my shit, and then they see me. Right. Where like my right. my most recent my most recent wave of fans is like. So Custom Grow 420, I don't know if you know who he is, but he was like the biggest weed guy on YouTube like forever. He was one of like the first ones. Jolie Oli coming at you, Custom Grow 420. The dudes I would get dabs from would watch his videos and I would see his shit there. When I got my swords, I started looking for people on Instagram that had a lot of followers that could send shit. I found some dude who had a lot of followers, had no idea who he was. I sent him it. He told me he was friends with that guy. I sent some to him. I send them some. Boom, my shit blows sure, up. So, I start getting a so, bunch of sales. So, so, stupid. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like five years ago. That was like, no, that was probably like three, four years ago. I've maintained a but relationship. That's just, that's just networking. Friendship. That's just networking yeah, yeah, yeah. is what I'm but, saying. So the most... The most recent wave I'm saying is, so I've been friends with this dude for three, four years, never met him. Finally, a weed party in Boston, he's paid to be there. He's blowing me up, calling the podcast, telling me I'm a pussy if I don't go. So I go. I go dressed as the champ with the belt, the head thing, everything. He puts me on his, as soon as he sees me, he whips out his Snapchat and goes, oh shit, the champ, and starts Snapchatting me. Now I have this whole new wave of followers that it just knows me as a guy that was on a famous person Snapchat, that's the champ, and they're like, well, who the fuck is this guy? So everything kind of like bleeds into it. Like, I'm not just the guy who makes stab scores, I'm like the champ, I'm this personality too. Sure, like sure, everything sure, is sure. fine. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, like, like I said, and of course that's that's a whole other tip. But I'm just saying, like, okay, I'm I'm a fan of wrestling. Like, 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 like I said, I want to just kind of break it down to the least common denominator, and just go yeah, like, yeah. okay, I'm a dude that is into wrestling, and I follow this dude, and fucking, uh, oh, guess what? I like the smoke too. So. Or I like, you know, I like to do my thing. So, uh, yeah. and he's got this whole platform that is like, I'm just a wrestling dude that came across your shit. You understand what yeah, I'm dude. saying? That's almost but I better ask- because, because 
then it's two levels that you connect with me on. It's like, oh, shit, like, I don't just connect with this guy because I'm a stoner, but a stoner and weed, like, that's me. You know what I mean? That's, like, an even right, deeper Right, connect. That's what I mean. Like, what percentage would you say is just, like, that you got off of the fucking, uh, just off of the wrestling tip and people yeah, fucking yeah. notice that you're doing what you're doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe like twenty to fifty percent are like wrestling fans. Like one hey, no, great, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if I, you yeah. said I if was, you said anything less than twenty percent, I would. I yeah. honestly, I just thought this in my head. If you said anything less than twenty percent, I'd be like, ah, okay, well, yeah, it's worth it, but eh, whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, not. But, just, but I actually had a lot of people through the fucking red, like even be like uh, before. Before I started, like, turning on StarCast and making them my enemy, at that first StarCast in Chicago, I was literally sitting on a patio getting high just talking to people the whole weekend. And I made a ton of friends on there, and nobody there had weed, and I'd have my dab pen. It was before corona. I was, like, letting cool people hit the dab pen, and it was, like, making friends out there and shit. And then I stayed friends with all of them. Then I make friends on wrestling groups online. Like, the same way I network with the weed people, I network with the wrestling people, but the weed people, when I network with them, there's an immediate gain of income. When I network with the wrestling sure. people, it's mainly that, getting listeners. Right. Well, well, and not only that, but, you know, could also aid to, you know, buy, buying shit on the back end. And I guess that's what I was getting at the whole time was just talking yeah. about like how many, how many, how many actual customers come off of like just knowing you through the wrestling tip. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely some. I think I could have a better chance at selling them t shirts. Like once I start getting more designs and more merch. Like, hey, whatever whatever the angle is, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just make it work for you. Wrestling fans are programmed to buy T shirts. Like wrestling fans are raised to buy T shirts. From when you're a little young yeah. wrestling oh, fan brand, buy T shirts. That's like what they're taught, you know? But as far as, like, what I was saying earlier with, like, the legal shit, what I meant by that is, like, a lot of people who were in my position when you want to be in the cannabis industry, the first thing they would think of is just the simplest thing, which is just I'm going to put my logo on fucking weed. And if you are able to do that and you know the marketing and you have that, like, that's fine. I The reason why I have chosen to never do that is because it's not a hundred percent like legal and I don't have the money to go to court and fight that. And I don't like, I don't need people. I don't need a right. cop coming to me with, I don't need a cop coming to me with a bag of weed that, with a dad logo on it. Yeah, guess and then what? And that, into that and I'm fucked. Joe, you don't even think about like, you got to understand too. And I, I mean, I'm talking about my people, you know what I mean? Like that I grew up with that I'm still in contact with. And it's like, you know what they? You know what you don't need somebody in South Carolina and a bust happen with one of your homeboys, and for them to find your fucking logo on a goddamn, uh, uh, you know, bag that they confiscated in South Definitely. Carolina. You understand what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, I, oh yeah, like fuck, fuck Massachusetts uh, is what I'm saying. You know, yeah, like like you do that shit that you do that cross county shit. And cross state shit, you know, and they find your shit on somebody that they do. That guaranteed, they're going to be looking you up. You know, guaranteed they know yeah. what you're going to be up to. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. And that's cross yeah. state and cross county borders. You know? Yeah. Straight no, up. Uh, 
like when I was like in my early twenties, like ni- I was like nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. I definitely wanted to be like fucking Scarface, you know what I mean? And I hung out with oh, a bunch of like who did I, it? I, I, who did I know, it? Dude. <laughs> dude. I know, dude. Right? And I, I fucking hung out with a bunch of like hippie artists, DJs, and like all shit like that. And they told me like, dude, like the reason why we hustle isn't to be. They were like, the reason we hustle isn't to be Scarface. It's because we want to do what we love for a living, our art form, and we will do whatever we need to do on the side to be able to do that. And we're hoping to one day make money off the art form. We don't want to do that forever. Well, and that kind of, well, the that mo- showed me like, the, yeah. Oh, I was just saying the most I ever sold was just so I could smoke free, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I was younger, like right out, like when I was like eighteen, nineteen, finished high school, dropped out of college in six weeks. I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to be Scarface now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know so many of mine that were like that. They were like, and they were fuck-ups, too. Like, they didn't have yeah. any true, like, grind. They didn't have anything that, like, like, I was more on the regular, you know what I mean, on the button-up tip, you know? Yeah, as, yeah. As far as, like, it was just going like, hey, man, I am who I am. But it's like, no, I work to do what I want to do so I can be who I want to be, who I really am, you know, off the clock, basically, you know. And and that was my tip the entire time. Anybody I ever knew or was close to that fucking, you know, was trying to be Scarface at 18 to 22 years old, you know, was was like, you don't have your shit together, bro. Like, you think, like, this, like... I'd have friends that would work like three, four weeks at like Hardee's. You understand? Like, like, or like a, a fucking, like a, like a fast food job and would work for like a month and then go down to Charleston and buy a fucking ounce of dank ass shit and then act mm-hmm. like they were Scarface for like a week or two. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, yeah. that's what they, that's what they were all about. You know, where it was like, dude. I had a job the entire time and I just get to do whatever the fuck I want to do because I got the money to do it. You know, I'm not trying yeah. to fucking act like I'm I'm the Don Mega up in this motherfucker. You know, but guess yeah. what? When you need a ride, I'm there. When you fucking, you know, I'm, hey, guess what? I fucking, I got the cell phone. I, and I know that doesn't mean much to you guys now, but, you know, back in the day, yeah. it's like, I, I'm, I, guess what? I got my own car. I got the cell phone. I got the job. Oh, I do. That meant a lot back in the day. We, we you <clears> would <throat> be friends with someone just because they had a car. Back right, in the day. We, like I, I said, I, I, I was, was the guy. I was the retard. Guy. Yeah, but I was the guy that had his shit together. You know, even back then, back in high school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, it was like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, work, I'm working on a steady job, but guess what? I'm not going to act like I'm the Don Mega. I fucking I show up and I do what I want when I want to because I got the fucking money to do it and the means. I got my own car. I got my own cell phone. I got all this shit. Why? Because I fucking work on a steady job week in and week sure. out. I don't fucking yeah. go get a goddamn Mick job for fucking a week. And and once again, we're talking like you know, twenty years, fifteen, twenty years ago, you know. But that's that's the way it was, you know. You could actually fucking live on like a McJob back then. I feel like 
Like I fucking do oh, my when first you were job. A kid, I made, yeah, like, you were a kid, but it, were you gonna keep your Mick job? You, you yeah, know no. what I'm saying? And dude, I feel no, like that's or, or are you gonna go buy an ounce of fucking? Early. You gonna go buy an ounce of dank and fucking act like you're Scarface for a fucking week? Yeah, dude. Okay, nah. dude. I feel like you gotta. I'm so happy that I started bagging groceries when I was 14 because it lets you know, dude. You don't want to be doing like me too. I would feel bad, dude. Dude, I remember when I was in when I was like maybe like 21, 20. I worked at a fucking sporting goods store. I was the leading seller in footwear in the store, trained everybody. I would fucking sell so much shit in that sporting goods store. But I remember, dude, one, there was an old guy who started working at the store just as like a regular employee. And he was the dad of like a friend of a kid that worked there. And I was like, dude, imagine being fucking 50 and working the same job as your son's friends. Cause you, that's yeah. the education oh, you have, dude. I was like, Fuck, sure. dude, I do not want that to happen. But he's been there for like, and he makes like $3.50 more than you, so you think yeah, like he's yeah. the fucking yeah. man. You know, and, yeah. and by the way, as a young as a young man, you're like, God damn, I wish I could, dude, I would be balling if I could make three fifty yeah, more right? an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, dude, you grow up and you realize like, that's for the fucking birds, dog. You know what I mean? Like, that's a whole other fucking seminar, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, it was, it makes you sad. I get the similar feeling of that when you see a homeless person because it makes me think, like, I'm so lucky for what I have now, but it makes you think, like, it could all slip away. I don't know. I could have a fucking freak out and fucking just, like, I could hit my head or fucking all of a sudden have a mental breakdown. All of a sudden, I'm on the street. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know well, what the well, fuck no, happened, no, no, Not only that, but, like, I think like when you're younger and you and you see that, of course, like you think that those people are making bank comparatively speaking to you, A, and B, um, you know, unless the unless the dude that you're working with has a real I hate my fucking life broken mentality about it and that that is actively shown to you as a young man in the same position working with these people that uh you know that 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 and that doesn't always come to fruition you know most times it doesn't it's just like that's what they accept life as and that's kind of the parameters that they have to live their life within but we're not those peoples is what i'm saying like that's the most important part to, to to uh you know really drive home here is that you and i are not those fucking people dude you know what I mean? Like, we're not those guys that are like, yeah, yeah I'm fine working my Mick job and, or bagging groceries and I'm 45 years old. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, nah, man. Yeah. You know, I got I got bigger plans, dude. Sorry. You know, I'm yeah. like, I, I don't know. You know, I, I got good times and I got bad times. But guess what? I'm going to make it happen for me any way yeah, I can. Dude. You know, and, and that's that's. You know, it's it's just an entrepreneurial fucking drive at the end of the day, dude. You know, and that's what you got to look at it as. And there's some folks that are fine fucking making, you know, $9 an hour for the rest of their life well into their fucking 40s and 50s. But that would, like, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to approach that kind of life. If I was a bum, if I was a bum on the side of the road, dude, like, there's no way that I would just be standing there with a the thing asking for change. I would definitely be selling something. 
trying to sell something. And I think that's the difference between me and a bum. I'm swinging that I would oranges never just, and just, shit, bitch. Yeah, I'd be swinging <laughs> something, dog, dick. Whatever I got, dude. Fake crack. Right. Whatever I have, I can some right. fucking moss as weed. Whatever I can, I'll go hang out at the college bitch, area. Bitch, I got I got dick and dragon fruit. Which one you want? Yeah. Because you're taking one or the <laughs> other. Jankle. You understand? <laughs> listen, listen. You can you can get dick or peaches, but you're taking one. You understand? Yeah. I got fucking roses too. Whatever the fuck you need. We getting something. Yeah, dude, that that that's just fucking what it is. I think that I I think that's the fucking difference between me and a bum is I'm just not gonna accept it. Like, also, I don't smoke crack. That's probably the slight thing. I don't have any drug addiction or real mental health issue. Both are debatable. But man, and I I know uh, it sounds really fucking uh, cliche and shitty or whatever, but it was like, you know, like for me. You know, I like, man, I come from a fucking broken family, and, like, ever since I was a kid, I knew that I was, like, you know, destined, like, I wanted to be a dad and have a family life, and, you know, like, like that was the way to make it right for me, you know what I mean? It's just to do yeah. shit upright, like how, how I didn't have growing up, and, Definitely. you know, anybody anybody can say what they want to about that, you know, I mean... I'm not saying it's right for anybody else but me, but it was like that was what I set myself up with, like from a young age, and it was like. You, but guess what, man? I desperately, dude, I desperately needed that when it came across in my life. You know what I'm dude. saying? Because it's like that's my driving force. I would be a fucking dude. I'd be fine if I didn't have anybody else. Like if I was in Joe's position, I didn't. Joe's position didn't have any fucking body else to have to take care of or anything else like that. I'd be like, dude, I'd be bridge dwelling car fucking, you know, I'd have a car for sure, but, you know, like I'd be fine living in my fucking car. You oh, know? yeah. Dude, I really dude, would. So but it's like, I have, that, dude. I have everything that I have, everything that I have now because that what I wanted out of life and I know that dude, that's, that's what I needed to do. You know? Dude. I knew that I, I needed to do that. Dude, just like you were saying you have all the respect for what I was doing or what what, what I yeah. do and shit, I have all the respect for what you do because for every for like there's you and I fucking have all the respect for that. But I've met a lot of dudes that are around your age, dude, that I meet around here. I'm not talking about you here. Don't think I'm talking about you. I meet a lot of dudes your age around here that I'm friends with and that I've worked with over the years. And they start hanging out with me and seeing what I do. And then they start telling me how they fucking hate their wife and their kids. And they want to fucking try to live at my place. And I'm like, dude, like, yo, like, I don't, I don't get to have the joy of having a wife and kids right now because I'm doing this. Right. Once I get this to the level where it's at, then I can do that. But you pass that up. So don't like, try dude. to fucking live. So, like, don't try right. to live no. my life and start hating your life and making me right. – don't, don't complain to me about how much you hate your wife and kids because I don't, I don't have a wife and kids to complain back about, and I don't fucking – I don't necessarily think it's good that you want to fucking talk shit about it's, getting a divorce. It's them being envious. It, right. And it's not even that. I'm glad you said that because it's not even that uh, for anybody would have a fucking brain, basically. It's not yeah. even – it's not even the jealousy factor. But I believe that the guys that approach you with that type of mentality, it is a jealousy thing, and that's 
that's it. I don't. Yeah. I, don't, I really don't think. But like for me, they it's like, like here and like, yeah, and like uh, hey, hey, shit. Like they basically want to use my place as a flop house a lot of times because they hate their fucking right. wife and kids. And I'm like, right, dude, because you, they you hate their fuck, They hate the, They yeah. hate the situation that they've set up for themselves, right? And it's like, yeah. are my is my wife and and my three kids and my three dogs fucking hard to deal with fucking on a daily basis? Yes, sometimes they are. You know, sometimes it's fucking beautiful and it's a glorious day and I'm happy and I just get to look at my kids and fucking be just overwhelmed with happiness. And sometimes I want to fucking drown them all in a goddamn bathtub. But that's a whole Bad other thing. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but, but the, the, the point being is that it's all worth it at the end of the day. And not only oh, that, yeah. but I know, I know myself well enough to, to go what we were talking about a few minutes earlier. is like I know myself well enough to go like, guess what? I definitely know I wouldn't have what I have if I didn't have to take care of these people because that's my driving force. You know, I'm talking to you with fucking Christmas lights on a fucking back porch watching my pool right now. On my back porch. You know why? Because I fucking cared enough to fucking do well enough for myself that I could fucking have this. You know? Hell yeah. And and, and it's not like a fucking woo, I'm cool thing. It's just that... This oh, is nah, fucking dude. dope. I understand. And I'm appreciative dude. for it. I'm appreciative yeah, for dude, it. Yeah, dude. You know? fucking get, like, what you earn, man. And, like, I fucking didn't get to move out of my dad's house until I was, like, 25, 26, because I knew if I moved out, I wouldn't be able to sustain my business, and I need to get a 9-to-5 job. So I waited to move sure. out of my dad's house until I knew the business was sustainable, and I and I'd sucked fucking living you. You don't, But also, yeah. dude, but, but also when I was there... I made you like how you were saying you got to soak shit in and enjoy it. I thought when I lived at my dad's, I was like, yo, look, I didn't get to grow up in the same house as my dad. So I'm going to enjoy these couple years I have living with my dad and take this in. And then after this is over, it's over. And I go on the next phase. Now I'm on the phase where I'm living fucking single bachelor by myself, running my business. And then the next phase will be when I take my business to the level where I can fucking afford to go even further. Then I get married and have kids. That's the next phase. But until I can afford that, I'm not going to get married. Whatever works for you. Because that's what works for you. Because I don't want to be one of those guys that I just described that comes to me hating the hole they dug for themselves. So I'm going to make sure that I like the hole I dig for myself, which is making sure that I can have my business before I can have my family because I want to be able to fucking take care of my family how I want to take care of my family. Absolutely. And there's a lot of people on that tip. And if that works for you, like I said, like I'm not not Mr. – you know, I think uh, from a, a handful of conversations I've had on many different people's shows, you know, I, I sometimes feel like people get the feeling of me like, like, oh, well, you sold out to go do whatever like that. And it's like, no, I'm living the life I want to live. Like, that's all yeah. that's important is that you live. And guess what? My life for me might not be the life for you. You know what I mean, and and that's guess what? That's okay too. Erica. Because if that if that works for you, fucking more power to you, brother. If you're happy and you're living life you want to live, I've got no qualms about that. Especially if I'm friendly with you, you know I really don't. 
Like, like my life is not my life is not for every fucking video, and I completely yeah. understand that. But guess what? I'm happy with what I'm doing. Are you with you what you're doing? You know? Yeah. Yeah, dude. People that aren't happy with what they're doing are the ones that are fucking on Twitter getting mad about things that have nothing to do with them and saying mad about a word. You know what I mean? People that are actually doing what they want to do don't care about that fucking shit, man. I'm telling you, they don't. At all. I don't give a fuck At about all. it. You don't give a fuck about it. Do you like obviously <clears throat> and I could this is a whole nother episode, but like if you're not happy with the sex you are, you're probably not happy with things in general and you're probably more likely to be mad about random fucking shit. Throwing a bunch of hormone like, pills and all that extra shit and you don't know what you're getting. And, and man, dude, I, I'm a hundred percent on this. Like, and I've, I've had a, you know, down talk my wife the past couple days, you know, where she's starting to freak out and stuff. And I'm like, look, we got to do this thing for a month and everything's fine. I just, guess what? Like, I only get paid once a month. Okay. Like that's my job. And I was able to get paid for, so like I have zero to worry about until May 1st, like right now, as of right now. And not only that, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not working. I have to drive 70 miles round trip. And once a week I have to do about 280 miles to go do a, a, a deal that I've got once a week you know, on, on the Gulf coast for work, right? Just mm-hmm. the amount of money I'm saving in gas alone. Like I am completely cool this month. I could sit here and fucking whack my dick all goddamn day long. And it would not bother me until May 1st right now, you know? Yeah, so I'm paid. I'm, I'm paid. I'm paid. I'm paid. I'm paid for the next month. No no bubbles, no troubles. And my Fuck wife that. is freaking out. My wife is freaking out. And I'm going like, we can sign up for unemployment. And we can go back to work as soon as everything opens up. No, bu- no problems. And we're getting whatever this stimulus package is, which is essentially our tax money coming back to us that we've paid you know, like so, I'm yeah. not bugged out about. I'm not bugged out about any of this. And 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 furthermore, I fucking dude, I haven't been able to do this since I was 20 years old. Okay, so guess what? Fuck yeah. I am fine. I am fucking. You know what I'm looking at? Tiki torches, a pool, and a goddamn wind blowing with palm trees in dude, my backyard. That- that's, that's what I'm dope. that's what I'm doing right now. And I'm fucking I'm so ecstatic about it where I'm going like I built this shit for myself and guess what? For the first time in my life I'm getting to sit here and truly appreciate it. I don't have yeah, anything to worry about other than fucking mowing the lawn or anything that needs or laundry or anything that needs to be done around that is the is the biggest of my worries right now. Let me take this in. I'm trying to have that same attitude, but in a one-bedroom apartment. Well, I'm just telling you, man, that's my life right now, where it's like I finally get to sit back and truly appreciate without without hindrance 
That's what, solid. I, I'm, what I've got what I've got to do for the past however long it's been since I've got to build this. I I don't have to I don't have to any other time that I've had to take off of work or like we've got a three day weekend or the kids are on spring break or summer vacation or whatever. We gotta pack up all the goddamn kids. We gotta go to meet my parents and grandparents and her parents and grandparents and everybody, you know what I mean? Like we got to go travel yeah. and fucking. I, it, it's a, it's a. Hey, we're on the Pew World Tour here, you know. And, and and I don't get to chill anytime that I have any time off of work, you know. I'm fucking doing this goddamn Family World Tour, and and right yeah, now dude. I just get to sit on my back porch and chill and enjoy myself, man. You know, I don't have anywhere to go. I don't have anything to fucking do. And and guess what? I'm going to be fine. I got fucking money yeah, invested dude. in crypto. I've got money invested in cryptocurrencies that I can take out that will be fucking if if the if the economy gets the littlest inkling better. I'll be making bank. You know. Fuck yeah. I had the That's pretty I solid. had the money set I had the money set aside to where when all this shit tanked a week or two ago, and I went and bought up a whole bunch of shit, you know? So if it gets any inkling better, I'm fucking good to go. I'll make a lot of money on that alone, you know? That's fucking and solid, that's dude. that's the type of shit. That's what I mean, man. Dude, true gangster-ass shit like this, like this fucking middle-class fucking world like this, it's it's just about being in tune with this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you ain't gotta be you ain't gotta be fucking uh, Don Corleone to fucking get it done right. You know, you just gotta yeah, fucking dude. know what know what it's all about, man, and be in the moment. Yeah. I'm yeah, getting dude, to enjoy I'm, myself. I'm, just, I'm I'm chilling, dude. I'm, I I have the I got fucking all this meat delivered today. I have that meat delivery set up to come every two weeks. That's enough for me. And I'm right. just fucking Go. chilling. I'm good. Yeah, right. I'm fucking Go. good. But like, my mom is all panicking, and she just wants to like. My mom, she lives up. She had, they have like an apartment around here, but then she has her place. She mainly stays is up in the woods in Maine, and she was she's like right. saying she wants to make me Arabic food and lasagna and just come drop it to me. I'm like, listen, I'm straight. You need to just stay in the fucking woods in Maine because it's a lot safer right. than anything around here. She's in her sixties. I'm like, mom, just stay in the woods. I'm fine. Stay Do whatever you got. Just don't go anywhere. Yeah, I was like, if you need well, anything, I'll come late. drop it at your fucking door. I was like, if you need anything, right. I'll come drop it at your door. You don't need to come bring me lasagna right now. I'm fine. I'm fucking chilling. Like, you need to worry about her. Like, I'm more worried that my stepdad does something fucking dumb and goes somewhere and eats a fucking Big Mac without without washing his hands and gets corona and then goes and gives it to my mom. That's what I'm more fucking worried about. And then best case scenario there is he turns into a zombie like in fucking like in Shaun of the Dead and then I get to kill my stepdad like in Shaun of the Dead. That would be pretty cool. But that's the fucking that's the best case scenario, I guess. Don't forget to kill Philip. <laughs> Dude, I love that fucking movie. I might have to go watch it now. I've been itching to watch Idiocracy again too, for obvious reasons. And I fucking yeah. it's only on paid things. I'm gonna have to torrent it and then then, then watch it. I I don't know why I don't have Cinemax anymore. I fucking had Cinemax like a month ago. It can't cost that much on Voodoo. 
It was like I don't know what voodoo is, but is that what Patrick's it's like a rental, family does? It's like a rental site and a place you can buy like DVDs from, or like I don't know. I guess it it streams movies that you can rent and I'll buy it. Oh. Yeah, it was like four bucks on pay per view or twelve bucks a month for Cinemax, but I'm not gonna watch that much. But I'll just torrent it and have it. It's a fucking classic movie. I remember the first time I saw it, blew my mind. It, I saw it like a long time ago too. I think it was made in 2006, and it's just predicted the future perfectly. And he, like as soon as Trump got in office, everybody started with those fucking memes. But let's fucking wrap this show up. It's fucking, we've been going for like two and a half hours. I didn't even plan to do like two hours. So we've been fucking yeah, yeah. rocking. Tomorrow night, I'm grilling with the girlfriend. I'll probably still be down to do a podcast at some point. And we got to do WrestleMania picks on Friday because WrestleMania is Saturday and Sunday, I think. So we're going to have to do WrestleMania picks either Thursday or Friday. I'll try to get a fucking list of shit and we'll fucking figure it out. But. Yeah, man. Thank you, everybody, for fucking being here. Another fucking quarantine cast. Trying to think of more ways to get creative. Because we're doing so many of these. It's like we're going to have to fucking, I don't know, switch it up. The alien guy that used to come on found me. He found me on some weird website that I didn't even know the podcast was on. Like Podbean. I got a message from Podbean that somebody commented on my thing. And it says, it's your alien guy on Facebook, little Davey Mean Blues. So I think that's the guy who used to call and talk about aliens. I got to somehow get in touch with him, Mr. David. He he definitely knows a lot about what's going on right now. He'll probably He's probably going to tell us it's fucking aliens. But, yeah, man, that's that. Fucking thank you, Trip. Thank you, Dylon. Thank you, Nesto. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, everybody. All the fucking listeners. Wear your fucking masks. Don't get the fucking Ronies. Don't leave the fucking house. Wash your fucking hands. Wash your assholes. And fuck Carol Baskin. That fucking bitch. Fucking bitch. Dumb fucking bitch. Alright, let's fucking get out of here. All the hunters lay down their guns. Tell them that the tiger needs a little bit of love. Let them run the jungle. Let them roam their land. Then stand back and marvel. What a beautiful cat. Cause I saw a tiger. Tiger, tiger, saw me.